of like a 150 milligram edible and uh i'm feeling fucking zooted honestly i'm i'm feeling on the neck on the top floor right now i'm about to design like 30 new fucking space cars and get us some mars <laughs> Episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. I am your host, Andrew, for America, and it's the 4th of July, people. My time of year. And I'm going to hit you one more time with another talk at the tavern I did with Ghost over on the My Third Eye Podcast. I did uh, talk at the tavern 60 with Ghost and, of course, Catalyst Jones from the White Rabbit Podcast, uh, Ryan Dean from the Dangerous World Podcast, uh, also John the Fed, he goes by, and uh, he's not a podcaster yet. I think he said he's going to start a show soon. His Instagram, if you want to check him out, is how the hell did we wind up here? So go check that out. And then uh, who else is on this? Uh, Ron Weed, of course, from the Imaginarium of Thought podcast. And then uh, the star of this show basically today is Garrick King, who has a YouTube channel called the 1111 Matrix Code. And uh, he actually goes over a lot of his research in this uh episode this conversation today uh that we all all we podcasters on the panel found quite interesting uh some people believe in gematria uh some people do not but uh garrick's research and experiences are very fascinating stuff and i'll let you good fine people be the judge of whether you believe the man or not i think there's something to it although some stuff seems a little far-fetched but it is quite fascinating and interesting and entertaining to listen to. So, um, and then myself, of course, is on this, uh, was on this panel. This is the episode that, uh, if you listen back to me and Ryan, uh, when I did his Conspiracy Break Room 15 show, we talked about all those cards. He bought the G.I. Joe cards on the show. Uh, he wanted uh, to open them on a future show. Asked me if I uh, located those WCW wrestling cards that I said that I found or that I had. Uh, I could not find them. I did find the WWF wrestling cards, though, and I show those on here. Uh, and instead of the WCW cards, I actually found an old set of ALF, the sitcom alien that ate cats back in the 80s, if you old people remember. ALF. Um, they did a run of all 50 states, a card set with all 50 states and information about the state on the back of the card. Uh, just so happens I've located the entire set, all 50 states of the ALF cards. 
And uh, I'm going to start taking pictures of them and posting them on my Instagram. So go check out Andrew for America. If you aren't already following me, I do not know what you are doing with your life, people. Go follow me on social media. My shit is absolute fire. Um, This conversation goes all over the place. I'm not going to really go over all the bullet points of it today because the um, the majority of it, we are talking about Garrett King's Gematria and the 1111 Matrix Code. We talk about the Matrix. We talk about a whole bunch of stuff on this show. So go grab a beverage. It's the tavern, people. And in the words of Ghost, we do not condone drinking and driving. So if you're going to have a cocktail or two or three or ten while listening to this uh, episode, get an Uber, get a Lyft, whatever you do. Don't fucking drive. Oh, and really quick, uh, you guys know I talk about the mark of the beast being the microchip implants that they want to get under all of our skin. Uh, in this episode, I actually learned, though, that the mark of the beast is actually the number. The The number 666 is actually the number of man, not the number of Satan or Lucifer or the devil or whatever. And I found that concept to be quite interesting, that man is a beast that is capable of both good and evil. We're capable of reason. We have duality. We have spirit, energy, fighting, constantly in conflict with each other. There's something to that. So maybe the mark of the beast isn't the microchip that they want under all of our skin. Maybe mankind in and of itself is the beast interesting stuff all right let's hit a commercial and when we come back episode 60 of talk at the tavern and this is episode 149 of the politics and punk rock podcast i'll be right back That is quick kick. Quick kick. You mean snake snake eyes? No, it was quick kick. I got snake eyes. Yeah, yeah. Snake eyes is badass too. Yeah, snake eyes, and his arch enemy was storm shadow. But then bazooka. Yes, and then they introduced quick kick. Communications expert. Well, it's Friday, and you are here. (laughs) Yes, welcome to Talk at the Tavern. That means we made it through the work week for those of us that work Monday through Friday. The ones that work on the weekends, I feel bad for you. It'll get better. Trust me. Um, what a mind-blowing episode. Garrett King was on, uh, which he presented some of his uh, information that he's been looking into that uh, obviously the listeners of this show know that we wrapped up a four-part, which a five part five is coming in the near future. Um, but Ryan was looking into some of the same things but didn't know it. So, great conversation, and we, we get into some Garbage Pail Kids and uh, some G.I. Joe 
cards as well. So sit back and enjoy this episode. It's Friday, so have fun. Uh, let's get the housekeeping out of the way real quick. PurePetWellness.com. Enter Ghost at checkout. You get 20% off your entire order of your pet CBD needs. This company is awesome. Patreons. Patreon.com forward slash My Third Eye Podcast. Three, five, and $10. I suggest the $5. Sign up. Just support. And I love you, my Patreons. Um, also, DangerousWorldPodcast.com for your conspiracy soap. Uh, yes, four cents. Blow Squatch out of the water. And we are only shipping domestically. So go to DangerousWorldPodcast.com. Everything is in uh, Ryan's link tree. And uh, yeah, check it out. Other than that, I'm going to hop out of here. Enjoy your weekend. If you do have some drinks or you're imbibing, call a cab, call an Uber, call a Lyft. Do something. Call a friend. Just don't drink and drive. Please, just stay safe and have fun out there this weekend. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. Oh, yeah. You know, it is Talk at the Tavern. It is Friday. And uh, I'm going to introduce you to the uh, the new regular for the show. Um, going to be hopefully popping in on more than just uh, this one. I reached out to him because we have good good energy and chemistry and uh it's always fun when he's at the uh the tavern but his mic is muted and he's probably still setting up and doesn't realize that he's actually in the tavern along with uh a couple others so we will introduce them as soon as they turn their video on i hope you guys are having a great friday because uh yes it's the weekend open a beer i just opened one i'll open one again what's up garrick How's it going? It's going good. Um, I can't wait for Ryan to get here later because he did an episode today on 666 and what it might might mean, and it pointed him back to sun worship. And when he first brought it up, I said, well, that's that's the number of man. It's not the number of the beast. And he started kind of going down, and, and he goes, and then it comes out to 111. I said, you're kind of on the path of what Garrick's going down, but you just don't know it yet. And so we can pick his brain a little bit later when he gets in here. He's running a little bit late, but I was just like blown away. I was like, holy shit, this is like a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know this is your first time at the tavern, Garrick. So freedom of speech, it's an open topic. We could kind of get goofy, drinks. Some people smoke. We've had people do mushrooms and order a pizza before. It, it just—it's a very loose, loose atmosphere. And there's Catalyst. Awesome. So uh, Catalyst is the new um, uh, regular uh, of the tavern. So Catalyst, welcome. Thank you, brother <clears throat> Garrick. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Nice to meet you too. How's it going? Not bad. A- Andrew's in here as well. Yes, but his video's off. Oh. <clears throat> What's up, Andrew? Uh, oh. I'm going to turn my video on. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> we we just saw those beautiful glasses for one second. Oh, here I am. Here you are. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Not Jeez. much. 
Andrew move. from uh, <laughs> if you want to introduce yourself, Catalyst, and then Garrick, you you can introduce yourself. That way, you guys get acquainted. I know all of you, so no introduction for me. Um, <clears throat> I'm I go by Catalyst Jones. I'm the host of White Rabbit Podcast. Um, currently working on a documentary and. Yeah, man. Uh, that's about it. You can find all my stuff at the usual suspects, except for Spotify. I got kicked off of there, and video is exclusively on Rockfin. Awesome. You got kicked off of Spotify? <laughs> I did, man. It's been over a year now, and I think that there's like for a... what? That's ridiculous. Man, I don't even know what they got me for. First, it was a music violation, and then all of a sudden, they said, I'm just kicked off. And it's crazy because people like play full-on songs at the beginning of their shows of copywritten music all the time right <clears throat> you, and, and you you can on spotify yeah i you, think i'm pretty sure it's okay if you use spotify music yeah yeah i thought i thought so as well i mean i was playing like conspiracy guru i, I mean i was playing like oddball shit at the very <laughs> end of my podcast but like i said it's been a year and now i have just a dedicated outro that uh high res uh gave me permission to use so it's nice. That's my outro now. And so actually today on my lunch break, I reapplied to get put back on Spotify because that was half of my listenership, man. Yeah. That hurt. Yeah, yeah that, that sucks. sucks. I've heard it happen wow. to multiple people. So, And then in YouTube, they can go fuck themselves as well. I don't even <laughs> know if I'm ever going to try to get back up on there again. Every single time I had somewhat of a following on there, they just axed me. And now it's to the point where even when I try to watch videos on my uh, on my laptop, it like fucks up. Uh, so I can only watch one video at a time. And then it says, like, uh, I don't have permission for anything. And I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. Wow. Garrick, you want to introduce yourself? I'm Garrett King. Uh, my YouTube channel is the 1111 Matrix Code. Um, I also do ITC research, which is instrumental transcommunication. It's uh, spirit communication using ghost boxes and um, a technique called scrying and video feedback loop, uh, where I've actually captured some amazing photos and videos of these entities forming um, in liquid and Ooh. just through a video feedback loop, which is nothing more than just a video camera pointed at a TV recording itself. Um, and by day, I'm a marketing assistant, and that's about it. <laughs> and still trying to find Bob. Yeah. Well, somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. He's out there. <laughs> he sends so, an email. But anyway, uh, Andrew... <laughs> Introduce yourself real quick, and we'll get to, yeah. get to the chitty chat chat. Yeah, thanks for having me back, uh, Andrew for America, host of the Politics of Punk Rock podcast, uh, former Navy veteran and punk rock lead singer that decided to start talking about all this crazy shit that he stumbled upon while reading a lot of books in his early 20s at San Diego State University. And uh, that blossomed into taking all of that reading and putting into a podcast and then following it up with my uh, dream of after realizing I'm not going to be a rock star or want to live that life anymore. I got a little bit older. Uh, I always wanted to be kind of a disc jockey guy. So I end my shows with 
some punk rock music, up and coming punk rock bands from around the world, and things have been going well. A lot of you guys have been asking me out on your shows lately, and I really appreciate it. I'm very humbled, and thanks for having me back. Yeah, I got to get you on the main show. And it's funny, I knew I didn't, ha- I had zero talent of uh, singing or playing an instrument other than the saxophone in middle school. So when I was in the Air Force on a side hustle job on the weekends, I DJed, so it's kind of Perfect. funny. Yeah, it's funny how you kind of went the other way, and I I already knew because I'm half retarded, and I'm like, I ain't fucking, <laughs> I, no, I, I'm not getting up there. I'm not Jim Morrison myself. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. And when when I started doing the podcasting, not having a mixer or or just those basic little things, and getting used to doing it on a computer versus on a board and mixing everything oh yeah that was a little little kind of a curveball to learn because i was like man this is so foreign to me now now i love it it's just like man i want to do more yeah i always thought i always thought starting a podcast was just some pipe dream i never would have the technology or the you know knowing a producer or something i always thought that you had to have all this stuff in place right away and then as soon as i learned the audacity software and i learned how to do how to clip stuff and rip stuff uh to talk about i was like oh my god i just i got creative and artistic with it so yeah now it's more of a it's more my podcast is more for me than it is for anybody else (laughs) i hear you pretty therapeutic i can can totally relate to that because it's become one of my main creative outlets as well for sure uh everything insane yeah everything from promoting to just the way that it aesthetically looks when i'm i'm doing my show and everything and I'm going to start doing a live show, actually, uh, Ghost. Remember that guy that called in? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Taylor. So he lives really close by. And I met him because he's one of the roommate's buddies. And he came over and he was cleaning his guns uh, in the big room one day. And I'm like, hey, uh-huh. what's going on, brother? <laughs> 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 Are you friend or foe? <laughs> no, I, I immediately knew he was friend. Right. So, uh, <laughs> um Anyway, he's, he's like a big conspiracy junkie as well, and we just hit it off. And when he called in, I was like, man, he kind of sounds natural. So yeah. I'm going to incorporate him where I'm, I'm in a way doing what no agenda does. However, I'm just going to take mainstream um, talking points throughout the week. We're going to play those clips, and then we're just going to break them down and completely destroy them for the lies that they are. Nice. You know, I do that from time to time. Yep. You know what's funny is when before cunt got its name cunt, it was conspiracy in the news, right? I just wanted to start a new show. Ryan's like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do it. There's no prep on my end, whatever. And then the fluke happened. We rebranded, and we'd play clips here and there. I had never listened to No Agenda before any starting that. And then finally, I was like, I'll give this no agenda a listen. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't realize like I was kind of doing similar but different in a different way what that show was doing. And I was like, no wonder why people like this show. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, a, it's a great show. Yeah, I could do without the uh, part where they just name off everybody that donates. I understand why they do it because the people that donate right. feel important when they hear their name and shit. But the average listener... Because I'm not going to give them money. Fuck them. Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, they, they, they started out rich. You know what I mean? Or, or exactly, well off. Exactly. And I appreciate ah. everything that they've done. Because without, with, without them, we, we wouldn't be doing what we're doing right now. So I definitely appreciate what they've done. 
but um, yeah, man. And I, and I love their show too. I listen to it a lot. Yeah. I actually don't have a problem with shows that are kind of similar, but because even if like the, the content or the subject matter is similar, you get someone's different perspective on it and you can kind of see it for me personally. I listen to so many podcasts and like, even if it's a same topic that someone else has covered somewhere else, you get different twists and, and you can see it from a new angle that maybe you didn't see it from before. So like, I don't have a problem with a lot of podcasters covering similar content. And there's so many of us out there anyway that, I mean, I just can't listen to everybody. And in, even though that's the case, when I do try and branch out and check out a new show and I stumble upon something I love, it's like, it's like finding a new punk rock band. You know, it's like, I just, I love it. Every aspect of it's fucking awesome. I love it. Well, that's how I was when I, I reached out to Garrick because I had long time ago heard his one hour stint of the 1111 matrix code on tinfoil hat. And then I hadn't listened to tinfoil in a while and whiskey and beer, whiskey, beer and conspiracies had him on. And I was like, Oh my God, mm. they're doing a multi-part thing. like diving deeper. And uh, big country's like, dude, re- reach out to him. I'm like, okay. The rest is history, and I, we we communicate pretty often. And uh, he's you always I get these random DMs of, well, uh, was sitting here stumbling upon this, and now I found this, and it's like I'll, I'll, half the time all I can reply with is a, a head exploding emoji. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, I've been very interested in your work. I, I originally heard you on Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies. Um, Big Country and I are, are, are friends. And so I listen to every episode religiously. And actually, he's one of the people that helped me get my start and catapult my show because I was like two or three shows in. And I was listening to them before I started my podcast. And I had reached out. And I was like, he's not even going to read this message. And then he was like, yeah, man, I'll come on your show. And I was just like, holy shit. So ever since then, I've told people, you know, like, I don't care if you haven't even had a show out yet. I will do your show just because like that was amazing to me. And I want to be able to like yeah. give that back. Yeah, that's yeah, how they're look. great. Guys. They're great guys. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, man, it was one of the early episodes of, of the tavern. And I think Ryan's like, I can, I'll invite a couple people and he, he invited big country and I was just like, holy shit, you know, you, you're starting out, you, you know, of these people and you've, you've listened to them. So you're kind of fanboying, but trying not to show that you're fanboying. And then now, <laughs> now becoming friends with, um, big country and, and becoming really great friends with Ryan. It's crazy because I remember doing the same thing. Catalyst reaching out. One night on on sitting on the couch watching some dumb shit probably on YouTube drinking some beers, oh yeah I got I got my courage I'm gonna I'm gonna text Ryan Dean and see if he'll help me start a podcast. <laughs> Rest is history. So <laughs> that's cool. Man, man. I'm so glad that you had that liquid courage moment that night because yeah. I love your show and everything that's branched off from it. So. Well, yeah, thank you, thank you. I like I like a lot of podcasters too, like uh, that have. It's almost like you're starting your own channel because you'll get a different concept idea for a new show, and then all of a sudden now you got three different shows running on your feed, mm-hmm. and that's it's cool. It's creative. Well, thank and you. It's cool. It's cool to see. Absolutely, man, for sure. And guys, careful, John. The feds here. Yeah, be careful. <laughs> Peek into this flower so I can record whatever uh, whatever it is that you say. <laughs> right. <laughs> 
It doesn't matter. Every every device in this room is already being recorded anyway. Well, you know, I was gonna I was oh, yeah. gonna wear my lab coat tonight too, so I could look like a uh, like an expert on whatever it is we talk about. But nice, I, I, so. <laughs> nice. That would have been awesome. Well, John, introduce yourself real quick. Um, yeah. So, uh, John, the Fed, um, not really a Fed, but our friend Moral Bob has uh, labeled me that, and it stuck. Um, so when, <laughs> nice. I didn't know that. That's awesome. So, kind of a starting to get in the podcast game. Haven't done an official like my own yet. Been on a couple of different shows. Uh, it's going to be called "How the Hell Did We End Up Here?" or "How the Hell Did Perfect. We Wind Up Here?" Um, and it's basically I'm going to give people the opportunity to come on and pick one or two things when they look around at the world that these were the one or two main events that have caused us to get to the point in the world where we're at today, whether it's hmm. the, uh, the invention of the fed or the invention of the church or the education system or big farm or whatever it is, you know, I, given, given podcasters like you guys, the opportunity to come on and just say, look, when I look at these one or two huge events that have happened, this is, what has brought us to when I look at the world in the way that it is today, these are the one or two events that I think that I will plant my flag and say, this is what has caused the world to be in such a fucked up situation. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. yeah not- I probably got 20 bullet points on that. Well, I'm sure you do. So, I'll have on 10 times, so. <laughs> well, that sounds amazing. And I know that you came up with that because you yourself have two events that you probably think are what changed the world. So I'm curious what they are. Sure. So the the first one I think is, uh, and this is just kind of off the cuff because I haven't like done a whole deep dive into it yet. But I think the first one is the invention of the church, um, the formal church, whatever you whether you want to call it, the the Catholic Church or just the church as a whole. Um, but I see the church as being very hands in hands with what's going on and telling you which way to lean, which way to believe, which way you're supposed to go. You know, even backing up big pharma. Or, and that's the thing is I think a lot of these will dovetail kind of into each other, right? Like you can say education, but education can be we educate it. all the doctors on this is what they have to do and all the dentists, this is what they have to do. So it can all go. But I, so I think I think the invention of the church is one. And I think the uh, the establishment of the Fed for me would be the other one, um, you know, because as we all know in this community, it's not a government entity and it's not a, you know, it's not an entity that should really be there, but everybody just follows it and pays their taxes. And which for the record, paying your taxes is fantastic. John, the Fed says, so don't ever not pay your taxes, but we, <laughs> well, uh, Bob's not going to like that. <laughs> <laughs> Neither Sorry, is my shirt, my, my, son, yeah. my, my, my son, my oldest has a shirt that says, uh, makes tax, make tax fraud legal again. So that's <laughs> okay with that. So I've got, nice. I got brownie points in my corner with him. So awesome. <clears throat> I had Bob on my hundredth uh, episode, and uh, we talked for probably almost four hours. And he was <laughs> like, "Stop paying fucking taxes, Andrew." Yeah, <laughs> yeah we. Uh, I actually just had lunch with him today, um, and that was nice. a lot of what we talked nice. about as well. So cool, man. That's awesome. <laughs> Did you but end yeah, up talking so about chickens show, by any chance? Introducing myself. This is you know that's kind of what I want to do, where I want to go. Um, I really. I was telling Ghost the other night when he and I were talking that. You know, I, I really want to get a, away from the you're wrong phrase to the I've never looked at it that way. I've never seen it that way before. But maybe what you're saying is, you know, um, it's got some merit and, and give without trying to sound too much like a liberal, trying to give people a safe space to be able to come in and present their point without worrying about people getting ticked off because either now they're the expert or it doesn't make sense to them or, you know, whatever it is. So you're trying to wake up the normies like the rest of us. I love it. 
No, I'm trying. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get. So where it started is I'm, I'm, and I'm not trying to sound egotistical here at all, but where I'm trying to get is the fact where us who are in the truth or community podcast community, whatever you get also have a little bit of culpability with what we've let happen. Uh, absolutely. Oh, because I, you know what? And I'm, I'm fully like, I, I go to Walmart, I go to target, I shop at Amazon. I do, you know, I do all these things. And so these things that I rail against, I still do, you know, it's hard. They have us in a, on in a, normal a fucking level trap. Amazon can get it to me same day delivery. And yeah. I don't have to go outside my house I call and, it, and deal with the I, people at Walmart. So I have a few recurring themes that come up on various shows of mine. And one of them is this thing called the tyranny of convenience. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what you're talking about is that even those of us that are aware, I, I say this about propaganda all the time too. It's so powerful. Both of those things that I just said is that even people that are aware of it are still victims of it in some way. Oh, very much. We're yeah. all connected to the matrix. I, I try to in tell some people to be good, but I'm still three spins on a, or over three spins on a scale. And I had McDonald's yesterday just because it was convenient. So yeah. Hey, uh, product of our environment. Exactly. And we're all hypocrites, you know, because it, I, I find it funny. I'm not. I was I was going <laughs> I was to be, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, I was going through Twitter and it reminded me of when I was on um, speed bumps and we were talking about she was like, well, aren't you aren't you a hypocrite? And I was like, yes. And fuck you for pointing that out, because, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm talking shit about this whole push towards electric cars and what they have to do uh, to mine this shit. And as I'm telling her this, you know, through a fucking iPhone where they mine this shit. Yep. And, so, and, and he, mean, oh, and he yeah. means fuck you in the in the most respectful way, L, because you you are a, a beautiful person. Oh no, I, I I said it to her face, right? Like she understands, yeah. like exactly. We we have the same kind of sarcasm, so she yeah. knows that when I say fuck you, it means I love you for pointing that out, right? But at least you're willing to be, you know, on that side of it, like to know that you're, you know, you're doing one thing and kind of and then saying one thing and kind of doing the other. That's the difference, though, is. There's a lot of people out there who they will rail against whatever it is you're doing, but then they'll never admit they actually do in secret what they're railing against. So see that yeah. now, you brought up uh, Ellie. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love her little short videos that she does to show people how she because she only has one thumb. She had, you know she went through it. She shouldn't even be here. I don't even know yeah. how she's alive. That's for sure. Like, She's so shadow banned, though, because I, know. I rarely see her videos. But when I do see them, like I, I'm I don't search people out and right. I'm, I'm sorry, I don't do that. But like, I'll go on and I'll scroll. If I happen to come through one of her or come across one of her videos, I am so impressed with those. You're you're right. Like yeah. they that is awesome. Like and just showing how I, she she uses uh, fingernail the, clippers. Oh, I didn't see that one, yeah. but I saw the mail. I saw the mailbox one, and I was like, "That's fucking awesome!" You yeah. know, like, and but, it makes you have so much more respect for her and what she has to go through. Oh, absolutely! When when I saw the very first one that she posted, I immediately DM'd her. I'm like, "Keep it up! I am so proud of you. You have the courage that most people in your situation do not have, oh, yeah. and hopefully that you can spread that to other people." Yeah, she's awesome, man, and she always is. I know she goes through her battles and probably ups and downs, you know, like everybody else does, but she's one of those that is always 
able to uh, shine her light and make other people feel good yes. no matter what. And she is the only reoccurring guest that I have had on that every time that she's on, we have a paranormal incident. That's awesome. Yes. (laughs) Except for maybe one time at the tavern. Because she even goes, I'm surprised you actually asked me to come on the tavern again. And I'm like, if it happens, it happens. At this point, I, I... I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just weird, bizarre shit just fucking starts happening. Usually with her camera and, or my, it, yeah, it's, it's weird. But to go back on the being hypocritical and shit, I would like to say that I'm sure every single person on here has their line in the sand. Right. And I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but my line in the sand, I, I realized uh, a, a couple weeks ago when I had an Uber driver, that tried to hand me a mask and I refused to put it on. And I used that as an opportunity or what I thought was an opportunity to speak uh, truth to power and try to wake this guy up. And instead he just said, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to let you in my car and I'm going to give you a bad review. And I was like, Oh shit. I didn't even know that you could give the customers a bad review, but likewise. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So I think part of the world we live in now, we all have our line in the sand, but at the same time, we're all willing to be a hypocrite to a certain extent. Those self, that phone that you're holding in your hand was, you know, probably 30 years before it was released on the market. It was a CIA program somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Whoa. You know, I mean, it's not it's not even a conspiracy theory because it's just a proven fact that when you're just sitting around with, you know, with your wife or whatever, and you're having a conversation, oh, shit, we need new tires, you know, and then all of a sudden you go on Instagram when you're taking a dump and you're seeing advertisements for your local tire places. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. They're not going to give us anything they don't want us to have. (laughs) You know what I mean? That, that literally happened to me. Even if we love sitting- it. Oh, God, gadgets and gizmos. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was watching TV, and um, we, I can't remember what we were watching, but this guy in it, he reminded me of Robert Downey Jr., just the way he looked, but I couldn't think of his name. And so I was telling my husband, I was like, man, he looks just like, God, what is his name? I was like, he played Iron Man. And so I picked up my phone, and I started typing in, who played? That's all I typed. And the very first thing that came up was who played Iron Man. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. My phone heard everything I said. Have you guys had it yet? So where you don't Algorithm. even say it out loud, but it's just a thought you've had, and all of a sudden it appears on your phone. Oh, I haven't heard the thought yet, but I've heard people. I've t- had say it happen to like me. That. I've Damn. had it happen to me. I was thinking about a, a Ford F two fifty truck. Just thinking about it. Didn't mention it to anybody. Didn't drive by a Ford dealership. You know, none Jesus of it. Christ. And all of a sudden, oh, you might be interested in these new Ford trucks. Yeah. Yeah, oh, you gotta be kidding me! And then here, here's the take it to the next level. Just think about something that you know you absolutely will never use in your daily life. Say, say you know you're never gonna have kids, but your baby food. Just think of baby food or whatever it is. <laughs> You'll get a fucking ad for baby food. It's, I'm it's test, nuts. I'm gonna test this out because I'm pretty sure that it's happened to me, but I just wasn't aware of it, so I didn't, I, I didn't pay it any mind. But I'm pretty sure that that's probably happened to all of us as well. Yeah, dude, the AI's taking over. Yeah. It's like, it's like that. 
Have you guys seen that meme of John Connor? And it's like John Connor watching you lo- fall in love with watching AI. you look at, look at AI. I saw that today, actually. Have you seen the? It's have so you, fucking great. Have you seen Terminator that. Genesis? Oh yeah, I've seen all of them, dude. I think that was that was one of their better better ones. Was that I mean, the new one with the with the girls in it? No. Every, no. Okay. Someone else asked me that. They're like, it, it was all girls, and I'm like, no, they had. There must be some other thing. Though. Yeah, must be a different yeah, one. But this is the, the newest one. Was it was like Sarah Connor, but from a different timeline because they started getting into that whole different timeline, different universe. Interesting. Get into the Terminator. Know. That's that movie was especially two, one and two. That I didn't realize how much predictive programming that was at the time. Great documentary. I thought I thought it was just a cool movie for so many years, and then when I started learning about all this shit, I was like, "Oh my god, that was the best forecasting of any of those old school movies try I've re- seen." Seeing re- re- Avatar in in the biz. Avatar, movies. yep. Network. Avatar's oh, the same yeah. way. In the, there it, was there was a period of my life where I watched Terminator Two. So many times that the VHS, I love it. I know it got wore out. <laughs> I watched that movie over and over and over again. I oh, thought yeah. I was John Connor. Like I, <laughs> I had it in my mind, and I, and you're right. It probably still to this day is a part of why I do what I do because there's of that fucking movie. Well, and there's spiritual energy in that. Like the 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 people that connected to that so much, like. It's the people that can see the predictive programming. It's the people that can put history into time frames and timelines and see, oh, this happened because of this. And like, as soon as you start putting all the all that stuff together, it's like, oh, dude, see everything. You start getting light bulbs all the time. In in the biz, Andrew, we we don't call it predictive programming movies. We call them documentaries. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. Yes, basically. Yeah. Because you're just yeah. like, what the Matrix, fuck? Matrix, yeah, Matrix. Documentary, for yeah. sure. Idiocracy. Yeah. Keanu Idiocracy was not lying. <laughs> I don't know if I've brought this up on the tavern, but I know I've brought this up on my show plenty of times. But, you know, if you guys look at all these movies and uh, TV shows and whatnot, in the past 10 years, the Golden Gate Bridge gets wiped out so many fucking times. I think Good that point. I think you might have brought that up on Cunt. Maybe, yeah, I, I think I did bring that up on cut. So do you guys know who uh, who Rob Skiba is? Mm-mm. Have any of you encountered that name before? I've heard the name. So he was a he was a truther in the in the Christian community. Um, he he died when when COVID happened. He got COVID like really bad and passed away. Yeah. So they took him out. Whole other whole other conspiracy thing on a whole other conspiracy topic. But so he was real big into into the conspiracy world. He was real big into the in the flat earth community, which got him really shunned in the in the Christian community. Anyways. Wait, wait, what, this, what was his name again? Rob Skiba, S K I B A. He was I've the first one who I saw um he did this thing where you could see the uh, Chicago skyline from Detroit or whatever. Like it's like fifty miles away and he's anyways uh, he showed oh. this book. He showed this book that he he got, and I'll have to go back and find the video to make it seem like I really know what I'm talking about. But he found this book that was basically like a playlist by the by the Uber elites that basically showed that they had to tell you what was coming mm-hmm. in order for it to for it to. That's the basically that's the rules they play by. Is they have right. to tell. You. They'll still go ahead and do it, but they have to tell you, and so they'll hide it in the most 
asinine book or comedy movie that nobody ever sees that you know is directed or with the or with a company named disney whose uh leader and founder is a 33rd degree oto freeman it's really interesting because he's like they have to show you jack parsons something you're picking up on something you're really seeing something like it's not just your imagination running wild they have to put it there to to be able to show you yeah there there is an actual term for that and it's uh, i can't remember what it is but um, yeah, it, it's it has very uh, deep occultic roots. Uh, isn't it some isn't it something to do with their karma? Like they actually believe in like they're like the the morphogenetic like, fields when they cast their circles. Like, like I've kind of fruition well, or something. It's it's a yin and a yeah. Yang. It's a yin and a yang, right? And it, and it goes back to every uh every positive uh notion has the same equal uh, uh negative yeah. energy attached duality. To it. Yeah. So it, it, that's why they they use the checkerboard so much, the white and black contrast, uh, right. as above, so below, the, those type of things. Um, actually, Garrick, I'm I'm really interested, man, because when I first heard you on whiskey, beer, and conspiracies, you were tying a lot of your research into uh, the Matrix movies. Yeah, I want to hear it too. Yeah, hey, Garrick, who t- who are you, real quick, Garrick? Like, what is your podcast? I recognize the name, but I don't know why I know it. I don't actually have a podcast. It's a YouTube okay. channel called the 1111 Matrix Code. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I, think t- I've, I think I've stumbled across it before. So, okay. Well, so, I, I'm just curious, like, what you what you have seen in the Matrix, and I'm sure you've watched each, each, uh, each uh, installment a bunch of times uh, looking into this stuff. But you, you did point out some things, and, and I'm sorry, Ghost, even though I'm a patreon patreon member i fucking hate patreon so i don't listen to it past your free hour so well then why are you paying for shit that you're not going to listen to because i'm your friends i I support my friends yeah i I get that represent i even showed you that you can listen to it in two times speed i know like a weirdo i didn't have i didn't have the heart to tell you it didn't work so oh (laughs) (laughs) all you got to do is plug that rss feed into your what do you listen to uh, itunes all right we'll we'll get to that we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that offline so I'm, re- I'm really curious to see these ties in with the matrix and how you basically said that they it's not it's not necessarily the bible it is basically the blueprint yeah Ooh. have you guys seen the new matrix film mm-hmm. uh, i kind of yeah. boycotted it because i felt like it might be pushing the transgender movement yeah, my favorite my i just really quick my favorite part of the fourth movie is now in this new 2.0 version of the matrix he has to take the blue pill every day yeah he has to take a regiment of it that is such an awesome theme i love that part oh yeah. garrick if you want to share your screen i i always give everybody permission to share if you want to or if you just want to just give the rundown off the yeah, top of your let's head. give Garrick the floor, man. Yeah, lay it out. <laughs> He's like, I didn't come here for this. I wanted a break. <laughs> let me pu- actually let me pull up my uh, keynote that I have those um, things in first. Uh, let's see here. I mean, I didn't mean to put you on the spot. If you'd rather talk about what you're barbecuing this weekend, I'm more than down to talk about. <laughs> I can talk you, about. You can just give a couple nuggets, a couple tidbits, you know. Dude, I walked see. away from every one of our conversations 
with a headache in a, in the most great way. Like I just sitting there like, how is this even going to sink into my half retarded brain? <laughs> like, I love, I love shit like yes. that. Hell yeah. Oh, I found it very interesting. I was listening while we we're waiting for him to pull this up. I was listening to, um, steaks for breakfast today. And apparently the mainstream media mentioned Donald, the Donald Trump indictment over 200 times in one day and nothing about um, all of this stuff coming out about Biden, all the tapes. Oh, dude. I mean, and we've, it's funny that this is coming out now because I remember playing this on my show two years ago. Yeah. Did you, did you listen to no agenda? uh, Their newest episode? I don't know if I did or right not. Right in the beginning, they they kind of covered that with how they were covering the motorcade of Donald Trump, and then oh well, we're not. If he says something, we can't spread lies. We don't care who they come from. We're not going to show this live. Okay, thank you, Rachel. I, oh yeah, no, I I, maybe see. it wasn't Rachel. It was uh, some other no, lady. It was. It, it was, was it Rachel. Rachel? Yeah, yeah, and it was like. What the or, fuck are you talking about? Like, you can sit here and cover a boring-ass motorcade. So, like, I think there's so many people And I'm not even there. a fan of the dude. I think there's so many people out there because of that shit that are like, you know what, I would vote for Trump now, and I don't even like the guy, just because I'm starting to see how much this fucking media push narrative is just demonizing propaganda, living shit out of this guy. It's getting so ridiculously obvious. Any casual observer of the mainstream media has got to catch on actually at some point. Can we, I don't know, man, it's all a psyop within a psyop. Can we wait to do this? Cause Ryan said, he just messaged me. He's about to hop on soon. And I would love for him to see this as well. Yeah. Let's, I, I, I was actually going to uh, bring up something really quick. Cause it's really quick. So uh, I have a show coming up. I uh, saw this clip by this guy. His name is Danny Goler, G O L E R. And he claims that while on DMT, he has seen Machine a, numeric, a, a consistent numeric code behind certain things. And he says that multiple people, not only him, have seen it uh, consistently. Like, it's, it's so conscious that you can point at it and look and objectively in the trip, go, holy shit, I'm seeing this every time I'm in, I'm in here. So he makes the argument that he wants there to be scientific research into the fact that maybe that is proof that we are living in a simulation. And when you're under in an altered state, you can see certain things in that state that you can't normally. And I don't know if it's true, but I just think he, he all he says is I consistently see it and I want there to be research into it. And I know it's controversial research, so I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I thought it was a very fascinating concept. I, I, I find that topic so interesting. I've never taken DMT myself. I've done sativa, which I've heard is close to it. Um, but I, I also have been hearing reports of people that are able to actually have the same experience at the same time while they're doing DMT. I've, that's together. another thing. People have seen the same shit in, at different times while on it. Yep, that's another weird part of it. Well, well, no, and also at the same time, right? So they're they're actually experiencing the same realm together. Like they're, they're experiencing the same beings. Holy and, shit, I know that. Yeah, this is... Oh, wow. Yeah, ask them about shit. Ask them about that because that's another phenomenon. And I don't know if that necessarily because I believe that it's a it, holy it shit. Could I be didn't know it, that. Wow. 
Yeah, because I, I believe it's more of an organic simulation and it's more like realm-based, right? I believe that there's sim- uh, realms that are like coinciding with each other at the same time, which is why we have wow. the cryptids and shit like that. And like, I believe that they're able to bounce back and forth between these realms, you know? And like, maybe it's just another sense that we aren't capable of of being able to have because we know like um like dogs and especially cats uh can see things like they they'll pay attention yeah. they're watching shit and you're like what the fuck stuff. are you what what are you communicating with like what the fuck is this and so you know i i believe that there's just like a lot more senses to this that we're just not tapped into yet whether it's because our penile gland has been so calcified or you know, because we know that children are way more tapped into this, or if it's just because we've been prop, uh, we've just been bombarded with propaganda our entire life. For sure. Uh, and, and we just, uh, we just, um, you know, are, uh, what is that quote from, from uh, the Truman show? People accept the reality in which they are presented. And, and basically over, right. time, just, over time, we just accept the reality. Ladies what? and gentlemen, Ryan Dean. Hey, what's up, guys? I I can't wait for 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 the new recording of Cunt, so I can I can properly introduce. Hey, Ryan, knows my shirt. Yeah, dude, it's a great one. Where'd you get that? Yeah, (laughs) back from special assignment, all the way from Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Hey, Garrick, I really wanted to thank you for the uh, the the mixer and everything, man. It's incredible. Oh, Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Awesome stuff. Thanks so much, man. It's uh, changing the game over here. Yeah, you sound good. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, it's great stuff. And thanks again, Ghost. You're welcome. But I'm, we don't I'm need here to, to get connect. all snappy here. Ah, uh, <laughs> come on, everybody, group hug. Let's go. Group I know. Hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so I heard that uh, that you guys were about to get into some stuff that I would like to hear. Yes. What are we What are we talking about? Some Matrix stuff. So okay. I was at, I was asking uh, Garrick about his ties that he saw within the the matrix series and how basically it's, it's kind of a, pl- a blueprint. Okay. Okay. And I was, I was, he was gracious enough to do some work for us here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm down. I, I mean, I'm excited to hear it. Well, okay. the, the floor is all yours. Let's, let me, uh, do this. Okay. Can you guys see the screen? Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. So this is from the actual, the the newest movie, the fourth one. And I don't know if you guys, or, you know, which one of you guys have seen it, but if you haven't seen it, watch it again. Watch out for these, these signs, like this one right here that literally says, for those who love to eat shit. And this is when the, the character, I think her name is, I say it's rabbit or something like that, but she's jumping from one building to the other and she's sliding down this sign. And the sign clearly says that, like I had to take a picture of this with my phone because you can't take a screenshot. It uh, makes it black on your computer. If you try to do it with a movie, Mm. but it's just odd for that to even be a sign. Like what kind of city would even have a sign like this? Hmm. But the phrase (laughs) going to shit. (laughs) But the literal phrase for those who love to eat shit using Jewish 
gematria, it has a value of 2585. And when you start comparing other phrases that have the same value, it's strange. So we warned you has the same value of 2585. Those that are dangerously brainwashed has the same value. You are my end and you are my beginning, which is a Bible reference, has the same value. What is the energy source of a human being? That whole entire phrase has the value of 2585. And what is the energy source of a human being in the matrix? It's the humans. They are the energy source. So it's strange that 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 phrase would have that value or the same phrase from the sign. And remove the veil from their eyes, which is exactly what's happening in the film. Has the same value, 2585. Now, Eric, Eric, can I interrupt you here for a second? Because I'm kind of a skeptic when it comes to numbers. And I feel like, and, and I would love for you to prove me wrong. But when people are digging for uh, certain things within numbers, I feel like it's going to tell you what you want to hear, no matter how, like if you dig into it deep enough, it's like the PCR test, right? If you crank up the numbers enough, it's going to tell you that you have COVID. And, And so I don't really understand the whole number thing because I sucked at math growing up. And I'm sure you're onto something because you're very passionate about it. So I'm just curious, like, am I wrong about this? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> there is clearly, there is clearly something, especially with the Bible, the Hebrew Bible, which is what I've been digging into here recently. That book is definitely a code. And surprisingly, this 1111 matrix code that I've stumbled across um, has tied into the Torah in such a way that I I can't even begin to express just how much of a code that entire book is. And I can show you guys some of that if, if you're interested in seeing it. So um, those people that understand it, it's like a slap in the face. That's like, so if, you know, for me, a, a new flat earth evidence, I'd be like, oh my God, how do people not see this type of shit? Like, how I kind of narrowed it down when talking with Garrett doing the, the multi-part series, it he's basically discovered that the true religion and the true worshiping of Yahweh or Yeshua is being hidden from us on purpose. Right. I, I, I can... So let me, Garrett, can I ask you something? So when you say um, that, that like, would you relate gematria uh, and like with frequencies and, and different dimensions and all that stuff, would you relate it to kind of if we are living in a simulation that it is all math, like in the matrix, how the architect says it, it's a harmony of mathematic precision. Would you relate gematria to humanity? I guess like the, computer ai world would be the simulation code and and do you and do do you see that in the torah because uh and how would you relate that to like you know astral theology like a lot of people say that the bible verses in the bible are direct representations of celestial phenomena 
every single sentence in the Bible, they say, can be, you know, through astral theology, explained as phenomenon that happened in the sky from a human perspective. Yes, it's it's all tied. It is all tied. And actually, let's let's just kind of jump out of this matrix thing for just a second. And we'll come back to it. And Garrick, would you say this is supernatural? Like if you were to if you were to try to describe it, or I do don't see how. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, or do you, or do you think that it's just some group of super elites who know what they're doing and how to code it correctly to be able to? That's what I suspect. Yep. And so I'm asking, I'm asking as one who is coming out of the Christian religion, for instead of one who's going into it. I'm asking as one who feels like he's been indoctrinated by it for 40 plus years versus somebody who's yep. going into it and is excited about going into it sort of thing. Full upfront yeah. honesty. When you it, look at these connections, especially with the Torah, I personally don't see any possible way whatsoever how a human being could have put this together. The math behind it, the connections, the way that they just interlock with one another. Um, I mean, if it's if it's was a group of humans that did this, they have to be far more advanced than we are. But I, I kind of want to relate it to something more divine. What that is exactly is still up for debate. Would you, when you say divine, could it also be explained by ancient alien theory and extraterrestrial life? It is possible because I discovered a code uh, within the Bible itself that literally talks about the firstborn father. And I, I showed this to Ghost. Uh, it all plays out. It talks about how the firstborn father came here in a vehicle. And it talks about DNA in the vehicle. Now, the DNA in the vehicle could have been DNA that was brought with him, or he was the DNA in the vehicle. This is very interesting because I just had on somebody, um, his name is Todd Cave. And when I when he first came on, like the first 10 minutes, I'm like, God damn it, dude, this guy is just going to regurgitate everything that the History Channel talks about with Aki. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually tied everything in very, very interestingly and made me think about some shit. And he was saying that like the God Jehovah that we all pray to is not uh, the original God. He is one of however many gods and they all come from this Anunnaki and they're different species of Anunnaki, which is why we look different. Um, and and shit like that and i'm like damn dude maybe you have a point and he was like and jesus christ wasn't like he was the son of god but he wasn't like brought here by god he was just able to discover christ consciousness exactly now <laughs> my research here recently has shown and proven as far as i'm concerned that there was never a man named jesus christ this person's name was yeshua it's joshua that's the more modern version of that name what jesus actually is is the it's the energy source that is contained within every single one of us um 
like I was explaining to Ghost, the best way I can explain it is the Force from Star Wars. Yeah, I just I just it, made the I just I just made the argument on my show like maybe all of that like even the occulted knowledge and what's in the Bible and if if the religious texts really were written by Freemasons that had occulted knowledge and wisdom, like it, it could be that like even what uh, John was saying about. They they took some group of people took over and presented to the people what they wanted the belief in God and monotheism to be and really it is a it is a a magic trick being played on us by people that know the truth know the real uh, secret occulted information that nobody else knows and the people that are actually in fact running the world right right or we try to explain something that's allegorical into a real life setting you know as well and I. Gary, you said something, I don't forget exactly what it was, but, you know, it kind of goes back to the fact that Jesus was 30, allegedly, when he entered his ministry. He did it for three years. That's 33. You follow the old ancient Indian or whoever, and, you know, your, your ancient chakras, there's 33 ancient chakras that go up your up and down your spine. or yep. however exactly secret secretion. Goes. Yeah, and that 33 and 33 kind of line up together, and, I mean, who knows, right? The Bible yeah. could all be allegory. And we're just told it's all true instead. For sure. Very well, possible. And they've also just picked out different uh, books from like the Sumerian tablets to, you know, to the Dead Sea Scrolls to it, they just picked and choose what stories they wanted to put into their Bible. And John, that wraps in, in the Vatican. What Catalyst just said goes right to your point is that, you know, there's this old book. There's this old bit by stand up comedian. Uh, I forget his name, but he said. You know, you mean, oh, you mean the book that was given to kings for them to pass down was rewritten and rewritten and rewritten, and they took their favorite parts out that they didn't like and they didn't want anybody to know, and then it was rewritten and rewritten and rewritten. And it's true. It's like, what version are you getting from the source? You know what yep. I mean? Who's, How much? Who's Bible? Yeah. Like, who the really is behind it? Strictly right. with the Torah, which, you know, is the first five books of the Hebrew Bible. And for the Torah, when they make copies of it, it's vitally important that they copy each letter exactly. If they wait, make one mistake, they throw the whole thing away. Damn. Because they're literally taught that if they make a mistake and keep the mistake there, it, it's literally damaging the entire universe. They would throw the entire thing away and start over. So I haven't even begun to venture out of the first five books yet. I will, but there's just so much going on in the Torah. And, and even in the first verse, Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There's so much being told right there in that one sentence. And even in the first word itself, that when it's decoded, like it literally tells you everything right in that first word. Because that word can be broken out into separate words. And it talks about how God created the heavens and the earth. He set them in place. He made them stationary, which is an interesting phrase. Um, and that he means to cut them down using a covenant of fire. And that covenant of fire would be the head of his house, which would be his son. So when you think of Jesus as the sun in the sky 
And if you think of like a solar flare, which a lot of my research is pointing to some sort of event uh, possibly taking place in the year 2058, and I think it will be a solar flare event. So if you think of like a solar flare leaping out from the sun, it is literally like the hand of God reaching hmm. out and consuming the earth. Yeah, but just a quick the world's going to end here. Breakdown. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so you, you said 2028? 2058. Uh, 2058. 2058, and that's when you feel like the world's basically going to end? I think it's going to be a reset. Not necessarily that the world's going to end, okay. but it's going to be a reset. Something similar to the flood that we okay. had uh, back in Noah's time. Um, just some kind of reset. Something is going to happen. I heard actually something really interesting that it, it kind of follows the elements. Like the flood was obviously water. Um, and the one that I heard that was coming would be an air related crisis, like, you know, massive winds or something like that. Um, I don't know if you'd heard along those lines, but was there ever like a fire or an earth destruction of the, of the world that we know of? Not that I'm aware of. But if you stop and think about it, if it is a solar flare and we think of Jesus as being the sun, then if it is a solar flare, it would literally be the second coming of Jesus Christ. Sure. Coming yeah. back to the earth. And that's what was interesting when I when I because I did an episode similar. Apparently, Ghost was telling me I did a, a similar episode to the series that you and him did together. Um, I found something. Uh, I, I'm, are you familiar with like the magic squares? Have you heard of these that the ancients like used to do? Square. What's that? Or the rot- the rot- there's what it's Rotos or Sator. There's a square like a magic square called the uh, Sator or Rotos. It's basically Sator backwards, but yeah, it's a magic square. Sator, huh? Okay. So what like what I found in here? It's essentially like Sudoku, right? Like you find all your you know, your your numbers have to add up to a certain thing, and then they all mean something, and these things are coded <laughs> in it. What was that? <laughs> That's me laughing because he has, Garrick actually has something to that effect in, in his research. Yeah, see, that's what's interesting. So when I started mentioning this to Ghost, Ghost was like, dude, you got to listen to the series, and I haven't gotten around to it yet, but I'm absolutely going to. But I found the sun square. It, you know, obviously, this would be the most sacred to all the ancients because, you know, they worship the sun. Right. And it would also be very negative to Christians because Christians don't like pagans. Right. Now, for the record, I am Christian. I don't care if anyone talks shit about it or anything. Um, it doesn't bother me at all. Like, I, I'm not like a diehard Christian. I actually kind of think the Bible's bullshit, to be honest, which is probably a really stupid thing to say because there's a lot of coding in there. Um, but I think it's been a tool to kind of control people. But what I found with this thing, if you have this sun square, it just so happens that the, the the total of the sun square, and I can show you this after you're done with this here, the total of the sun square is 666. It seems that what Ghost was saying that you told him was 666 is the number of man, right? In the Bible, mm-hmm. it says the, the number of the beast, for it is the number of the man, 603 score and six, right? So that can be broken down on its own, all kinds of different ways. Is it 666? Is it 600? space six zero space six you know what i mean like there's so many different ways to look at that but i found that this this the mean of the the sun square is in fact 666 and it's very interesting that maybe the christians started using that as their supposed mark of the beast because it kind of goes against everything that they believe in right the the pagan 
paganism, the sun worship, all that stuff. My research is showing that that definitely, and I can show this to you here in just a second, um, but that 666 is definitely the number of man, but it has been corrupted possibly by the church, who knows, as a tool in which to keep us under control, to keep us in fear. That's why they've tied the number to the beast. The beast is literally us because every man is capable of doing good and capable of doing bad. I was actually going to say, yeah, duality, I suspected right? that oh, I suspected that man is, is the beast is the beast. And because, because we're capable of sin and in, in the Christian tradition, you're forgiven of your sins because that means that you make mistakes. So you are, becoming closer to God and getting farther away from the devil if you believe and if you act in certain ways. So the fact that, like you said, we're capable of doing both good and evil, we evil, we have duality, and that's why we need to repent for our sins is because we are beasts, a beast. You know, we we're, are. we're physical beings that experience, you know, the ability to reason. And that was one thing that I struggled with when Ghost was mentioning this. And I, I, I like I said, I need to hear the episodes to get like, you know, at least like a, a drop of the picture of what your research is, Garrick. But in the Bible, it says that right there, right? It says, you know, this is the number of beast. It's the number of man. It says those both right there. Why are we taking one versus the other? Or why are we taking one more literal? You know, obviously saying that they're the same. That makes more sense. Uh, man man is beast right that makes a lot of sense but i feel like it's more than that i feel like that's kind of like just like uh, you know almost surface level uh understanding of what it means right like obviously you go much deeper than just that statement but i mean have you have you looked into the 666 meaning that it's the sun like that some some secret sort of like code for that because you also see that with solomon's name as well right can i interrupt can i interrupt real quick have any of you guys well, I guess I didn't get an answer. Can I interrupt real quick with? I mean, you did go for okay. it. <laughs> so have any of you guys come across anything that shows the numbers actually 616 and not 666? Yeah, have I've got 616 and 741. Yeah, 741. The 616 actually points to Nero instead of instead of like the number of man or whatever. And then <laughs> Ghost. With, with that six with that 666 or 616 in Revelation, it says that you know, nobody's ever going to really know until they're able to look back on it instead of instead of actually see it ahead of time. But with that, Gary, I have the question I actually really have is so kind of coming out of the, out of out of the church and out of out of Christendom or whatever. You know, I've, I've been reading and listening to a lot of biblical scholars rather than just theologians who have theologians have to adhere to one way or the other. Biblical scholars kind of seem to be like this is what the evidence presents. How does this work? How does what you found work with if biblical scholars talk about how the Torah was written really probably around like the four or 500 BC, maybe 600 BC, like not in the 3000 BC, like when Moses and stuff was, was alive. Have you looked into that at all? How that kind of works with, with this? Not as far as like when it was actually written. Okay. And again, it goes back to the whole thing of, there's such a deep code within this book that I, I don't, I don't know for me personally, it's, it's hard to imagine that, that a person, you know, that 
just a normal person like all of us could sit here and and piece this thing together in such a mathematical way that I, I just can't comprehend it, you know? Um, especially when you start, just start seeing these connections, the way they start coming together. And it's like, this so was definitely... Or the Freemasons, you know, because that's what everybody likes to point to is, oh, well, it's the Masons. It's the Freemasons. Right. Well, it also right. could be. So uh, my buddy Sam Winchester talks about something happened at the Council of Trent in the Roman Catholic Church when uh, there there was like the Reformation and then the Counter-Reformation. Something went on. The Gnostic Gospels were removed. Like something went on somewhere along the course of history where things were intentionally left out and that immediately the fact the act of that happening by itself says that there is knowledge that a group of people did not want the vast majority of humanity to know and that's why they enacted and created the church and rolled it out in the way that they did and that's why the occult exists because allegedly that's the secret information that they kept left out if i'm understanding it yes. correctly and the information that they left out or you know for a reason because it by removing it what's left fits the narrative that they are trying to keep present to the see. world oh i see yes. yep yep same thing yep so and i'm all, yeah. i'm all for this garrick i just asked because i want to know more so if, it seems like i'm being argumentative i'm not i just what i what i've researched versus what you research or it's two completely different things now right and so i really want all your information because i want to be able to make the best educated guess or assumption or whatever. So um, I'm not being argumentative. I just want to know. Well, we've we've thrown a lot of questions at him. So let's let him go through some of his presentation to answer some of these questions. (laughs) Okay. So let's look right here really quick. So the name, and I don't call it a name anymore. I call it a word because again, I don't believe that Jesus was meant to be the name of a single person. It is the energy source. It is the force. It is the spirit. It's what courses through every single thing in existence. And you're, you're going to see this play out, literally. So, numerically, the word Jesus in Hebrew ordinal gematria can have the value of 37. In Greek gematria, 888 in English gematria 925 and in this new what I'm calling matrix gematria 1369 so keep those numbers in the back of your back of your head so right here I've got some Hebrew words and some English words and I've got two numbers here so this top word in Hebrew, is blood. And it's made up of the letters Dalit and Mem. And with this new matrix gematria, like, it's so weird to explain how this this stuff happens. I literally woke up one morning with the idea in my head to take the 1111 matrix code numbers and apply them to the Hebrew alphabet and create a new gematria. By doing that, so many connections came together. And not only is it using the the matrix gematria, it's using 
Hebrew, Greek, English. It's pulling all these different ones into one. And I've heard through many, many different people that when you start finding connections through multiple types of gematria, you really know you're on to something because it's showing a deeper connection. So this first word is simply blood. It's required by every single one of us in order to live. If we lose too much blood, we will simply die. Now, let me zoom in on this. So as I said, it's made of the letters Dalit and Mem. Hebrew is read from right to left. The word directly below it is man. And if you look, it's made up of the exact same letters, but now we have Aleph in front of it. So how do you simply go from blood to man by adding one letter? And this letter is, it's Aleph, it's A, it's the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. However, the literal translation of man is a person. So now if you go back to the 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 Bible and you read it and you remove man and you simply say, um, and God said, let's create a person in our image. Not a man, a person. And, it, it, and it's not even saying that that person is male or female. It's just simply a person. It's a blank slate. It is a template. It is a mold. So, believe it or not, with this new matrix gematria that I've applied, the value for man in Hebrew is 666. Literally. And I talked about how, um, let me pull up my calculator here just so I can show you guys, how Jesus is the energy source. So what did... What did God do when he created man? How did he give life to man? He breathed into his nostrils. He was literally inserting the spirit into this mold. So when you take blood, which has the value of 629, and we add the number 37, which is the value for Jesus in Hebrew, we get 666, the number of man. Now, this word right here is Adam. But literally, so is this word right here. Because it's Aleph, Dalit, and Mem. A-D-M. It's Adam. That's where we get the name. Now, when it first mentions man, it's using this spelling. But in the next verse, when it mentions man, it's using this spelling. It now has the letter hey in front of it. And that letter hey by itself literally translates to God. So let me just pull this up here. So if I change this to Hebrew and just literally type in the letter hey, you can see the translations God. And just to prove these translations here, so we had Dalit and Mem, it's blood. 
we add Aleph in front of it, it's a person. By adding hey in front of this, the literal translation is now the person. But the Bible still literally calls it Adam. But when it wants to use the word man, it'll still use the same spelling. They're they're like using it interchangeably. So this one here has the value of 666. When they add hay in front of it, with again, this new matrix gematria, it has the value of 851. Now, in the Bible, it talks about how God took a rib from Adam to make Eve. Always thought that was interesting because he made, supposedly made Adam from the dirt. So why wouldn't he make Eve from the dirt as well? Why would he need to take a rib from Adam? So you're going to see this literally play out here. 1702 is the value for the word rib. The literal translation is side. Okay. And when I talk about the number of man being 666 and that it's the template, it's the mold, it's meaning that that mold literally was male and female in one. So when you look at Adam, or sorry, type that in wrong, having the value of 851, and I'm just showing you this as a symbol. I know you wouldn't technically subtract a larger number from a smaller number, but in order to see this play out, we'll do, we'll do it this way. So 851, it's the number of the person. 1702 is the rib. So if we subtract 1702, we get 851, the same number for the person. So we're literally seeing how a, the side... It was split in two, from one person into another person. That mold contained masculine and feminine sides, and they were split into two. So it's not a physical rib. We know you cannot take a rib out of someone and make another person. We know this. It's We're literally looking at the mold. Now, DNA has the value of 703, which is the same value for Eve. Now, what's interesting is the spelling for Eve, the translation, the literal translation is farm. Makes no sense, right? How did we get Eve from farm. But that is the spelling. That is what they use. So if we come over here, and type it in, we can see it literally says farm, but if we scroll down, we can also see that the translation is Eve. So, and I, I, <laughs> I, was, try, I was struggling with how to say this when I, recorded the video for my my own channel 
I was trying to get away from using this this sort of terminology that she was a baby farm. She, it's a people farm. Literally, they're making people like a DNA bank or something. A DNA bank, exactly. Mm. Or, so, isn't it, or isn't it like the female can bring the spiritual into the physical realm? They can actually bear children. Well, yeah, good point. Good point. That's but when you take the value of DNA and the same value that Eve is, and you add the value of man, we get one, three, six, nine. I said that number earlier. Mm-hmm. It's the value for the name or the word Jesus using this new gematria. It is the spirit that is coursing through both of them. It is showing this connection. The reason that they were made from a single mold and split into two is to literally demonstrate and show that we are all connected to one another. That we do something bad to another person, we're not just affecting that person, we're affecting ourselves as well, but everyone. We are literally connected through this source energy, this source code. And that That's is why they were split into two. Mm. And you said that you came up with this new version and you call it Matrix Gematria, yeah? Correct. Okay. Yeah, just because it's based on the the numbers that... I, I don't know how much that you know of, of my whole backstory on this but literally for an entire practically an entire year i woke up at 333 every single night no oh, for 11 no to, it was 11 months yeah <laughs> i always keep that out there because everyone yeah. says oh you're just trying to make a connection but yeah it was 11 months every single, day. every single night every single night except for have one have you have yeah. you oh go ahead well, that one night I set my alarm because I thought something was going on inside the house. Um, you know, like the ice maker was dumping ice or something. Something right, right, was right. waking me up. So I set my alarm for 3.15 so I could be awake when 3.33 rolled around on the clock. And there was nothing. So that's the only night that I didn't wake up at that time. Hmm. Wouldn't matter if I was at home, if I was at my parents, if I was no matter where I was. I would wake up at that time on the dot. And have you through your research, like expanding on uh, expanding on what you've been doing? Like, have you figured out why that would be like, you know, why, why you, why would you be waking up for 11 months at three thirty three? Whatever's driving this, whatever's behind this information being presented to me. Um, I think it was doing so so that I would not forget the number. It's It was literally trying to make a point, a literal point to remember this number. Mm. And what's odd is when it stopped, the night that it stopped, I literally had a dream that my father had passed away two years prior to this, had come to visit me, and he was literally coming out of the closet of my bedroom. And I was in bed asleep even in the dream and waking up and seeing him and i literally said to him what are you doing here because i just couldn't believe he was standing right there 
That's significant to answer. Because I don't know about everybody else, but when I'm dreaming, even if it's my house in the dream, it's not actually my house that I live in, right? I don't know if anybody else gets that. Like, so if if you were actually in your bedroom, in your bed, in the closet, uh, came he came out of that you physically live in, I think that there's something to be said for that. Oh yeah, like you're saying, it's slightly different usually when you're having your dreams about your house. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh no, this was definitely my room. Yeah, my desk was right there. I mean, everything was exactly where it should have been. But before he could answer the question, I woke up and it was 7.15 in the morning. So I had slept through the entire night. Now, what's very kind of interesting about all of this is during COVID, when when COVID started, we were all stuck in our houses. I was watching a lot of Huff Paranormal videos and, and, you know, seeing the ghost box uh, stuff that, you know, he was doing. And I thought, you know, I I could do that. I'm going to try that. So I purchased one. And did a session. Uh, I think I sent. Did I send those to you, Ghost? Some of them. Not, not yet. You didn't. Okay, I thought I had. Um, but in one of the sessions, and I, I did very controlled questions because obviously you have no idea who you're talking to. Um, but I was getting very specific <laughs> responses. Um, his birth date. He could tell me his mom and dad's names. Um. I asked him where he was. He said, we are by the sea. Um, I asked him what he did there. And no joke, he literally said, we build. And I said, okay, you build, but what do you build? And he said, spaceship hole. Very odd. Um, And then I asked him the question. I was like, do you know why I keep seeing the number 1111? His response back was, what is it? And I thought that was kind of odd. It was almost like he was buying some time. And I said, when you're using these devices, you can't always make out what's being said every single time in the moment. Um, So I said, is it important? The response back was might. And then the most bizarre thing, there were two separate voices that came in and one of them said, you can't answer that. And the other one said, you can't tell him. And then the last thing I heard was, I can't say. Mm. And that was it. From that moment forward, I have been unable to connect with him at all. Every attempt, it's dead silent. So you think that there is other entities there with whatever, I don't even, do you believe that it was your father you were communicating with? I do believe so. Um, my mom and, and dad divorced um, before he passed away, but he had a very heartfelt message for her that he still loved her. Uh, she teared up and when she heard it, um, he had a very... My brother and I, we had the same mom, but our dads were, were different. Uh, we had different fathers. And... My dad adopted him, you know, when he was very young. And, but my brother always felt that my dad kind of treated me different because I was his biological son. I never saw that. My mom never really saw it, but it's just something my brother always felt. And he had a very personal message for him. 
about that. So, yeah, I do believe 100% that it was him. So but I, I feel have... like there was... Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I have a follow-up okay. because you were originally saying um, how we are all basically uh, the source, like we're all God. And I've heard this described in a lot of different uh, people that believe different things will all come back to we're all here experiencing this um, through different scopes, basically. And then we go back to source and bring our, bring our experience to source. So if you're having a conversation with your father, why hasn't he gone back to source? Good question. Don't know. So no. So when you start getting these movies, because there's a a lot of movies where there's entities and and they talk about them as ghosts, which have people that have passed on, but for some reason or another are stuck in this realm for some reason. Well, and it could be messengers too. that all the religious texts say that, you know, messengers are sent, you know, to, to, to impart information, wisdom, whatever. So maybe that you never know. Maybe that's some way that it happens. With that as well, you know, we have uh, the idea of reincarnation, and I've had the idea that reincarnation is more of just spiritual entities or spiritual beings, demons, whatever you want to call them, who've latched onto a being, but they have to latch onto another being as they come. You know, as one being dies, they've got to go on to the next one, and so their um, their memories to the new person that they latch on to seem new or seem real, but it's not that person's memories at all. It's actually the memories of the, of the uh, demon, whatever you want to call it, that's latched onto them. That's had these memories of 300, 400, 500 years to where this person who is one with this entity. Now they seem to seemingly have these, uh, um, these memories, but they're not even their memories. It's just based on the demonic force that's attached themselves to them that has the memories and brings it along with them. Hey, uh, John, the fed, do you think, because I I, don't, I, you asked my wife, I don't think at all. (laughs) Well, there's also (laughs) a, a flip side of that coin too, right? Because as people grow older, they tend to forget where it is that they had come from. And you, you see it within infants up until, it seems about like the age three or four when people are bombarded with the, with what reality is supposed to be. So they let go of where they come from. And yeah. you think that it, it can go the opposite way too, where we are natural beings that are supposed to be here and not necessarily a parasite attached to a meat body, uh, roaming around with, uh, other souls, you know, True. like, no, I, I think that's definitely a possibility. You know, the Mormon religion has this idea that we're all spirit babies just in this giant hopper until we get brought into this world, however that works with them. So, you know, I think there's a lot of truth or semblances of truth, at least, in everything. And we got to figure out which one has this piece of truth and which one has this piece of truth and then kind of try to put together like a jigsaw puzzle versus just, oh, the Mormon religion has this. Or You know what I think of the Mormon religion? What's that? You want to know what I think of the, the Mormon religion? I don't know. You know, you get to populate a, no, a planet with, your, <laughs> with a bunch of women. You don't have to invite your wife when you're dead. Oh, no, this is, this is what I think. We got some dumbass motherfuckers floating around this country. <laughs> Good. Fuck them. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Sorry. Well, at least we're behind the paywall for that one because, uh, 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I've been uh, labeled a Mormon basher, apparently. <laughs> that was me, though, Ghost. I more I labeled you as that. I put it out there. You're, you're definitely a midget bastard. Or a bastard. <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> throw them up against the wall and see though, if they midget, stick. Midgets just have to be bashed. That kind of comes with the territory. Well, you do talk a lot of shit about Mormons, too. I think we, <laughs> we definitely established that. It's mostly on the news show, too. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> So you know, want to watch something good about Mormons real quick, because I know we always got to get into whatever it is we're watching. Watch under the banner of heaven on Hulu. If you have it, I don't have Hulu. If you find a way to watch it, it's freaking fantastic. What's it about? Uh, so it's basically about how Mormons. So it's, it's based off of a book that it's fiction based on fact. And it's basically about how Mormons hold on to this, romanticized view of their religion, but what it actually is is something completely different. And this guy kind of goes through and finds it, it all out. And Does it involve their magic underwear? It involves a little <laughs> bit about that. It involves a, a bunch of murders in the in the 1800s in Missouri that happened that the Mormon church just swept uh-huh. under the rug. Mormons, There's Masonic. There's a bunch of stuff in there. It's, yeah. it's really well done. I just watched uh, Shiny Happy People on Amazon Prime. And that was really good too because it dealt with. Um, was that the a, one about the Duggars? Yeah, <laughs> I saw that. I haven't watched that yet, but I saw it on there. I, I had no idea that that guy was a fucking senator. Was he really? I didn't know that either. Yeah, man. Who has that many kids? It's just. But ridiculous. I guess you have like five hundred kids. You can get them all to vote for you. <laughs> you know who I think runs the world, guys. Who? Jesus. They're freaking interdimensional invaders, okay? I'll just say it. Make fun of me all you want on CNN or wherever, but everyone already innately knows this. These people are interdimensional not demons. Human. Let's These rape people possums. Are not human. <laughs> hey, interdimensional yeah. demons. So I going wanted- back to what we talked about real quick, first time I ever had lunch with uh, with Moral Bob, I saw my wife, and hey, I'm having lunch with, with some guy. He runs a podcast. He's an awesome. She's like, it's not that Alex Jones guy, is it? I was like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's not Alex Jones. I'm pretty sure Alex Jones doesn't even <laughs> care about who I am. It's your wife got 100 million has, plus followers. Your wife has to secretly love Alex Jones because you could almost be his doppelganger. <laughs> Man, <laughs> he, I, he, yeah, he is like, John the Hicks. Fed. That's uh, awesome. Hey, Garrick, I wanted to ask you because you're super in uh, numbers and everything. And I've been recently hearing about uh, celebrities, world leaders and uh, parasitic elites that are purposely like launching um, companies on certain dates. They're purposely inseminating uh, people to have children or like the uh, conception date on a certain date and stuff like that. And I was curious, like what significant, if any, is that just some occultic woo woo shit or is there some like validity to it? I think there's validity to it. I think, I, I don't think I'm the only one who's discovered this type of, you know, these connections. Um, I think people in the quote unquote, the no are well aware of this information uh, it's why they're suppressing it and 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 altering it and corrupting it um, because they are aware of it and they are using it for for you know their purposes, whether it be good or bad. You know, just like you know, with this number six six six, we know it's the number of man, 
but we're being told it's the number of the beast so that we are afraid of it. We, you know, the best way to hide something is to make people afraid of it so that they don't go and seek it out. And when you stop and think of this word, this, this Jesus being this energy source that is coursing through every single one of us by applying that, that word to a human being, they have essentially created a false idol for you to worship. And you are giving your, that source, that source energy away to this false idol. Therefore, you are literally becoming the Antichrist. You know, I like it. I do like that. I, I just uh, I, I want to show this stuff, too, once we're done going through this about the sun. I, I'm sticking to my story here, I think. And maybe it means both. You know, men used to worship the sun. Maybe maybe man tries to be the sun. Right. Like, I don't know. But it's incredibly interesting. The one thing that I was going to say earlier you know, you, you see 666 coded in Solomon, too. I don't know if you're familiar with that whole thing, with the soul, um, uh, soul, obviously, you know, sun in Latin, and then om um being sun in Hindi, and then on being sun in Egyptian, right? And mm-hmm. if you take that word, and, and if it doesn't make sense, I can show it, too, like I said, but you have a very symmetrical word with a consonant, an O, a consonant, an O, and then a consonant, and the O, and then a consonant, right? you got seven... Uh, letters there you remove those consonants you got your o's going back to like the gematria stuff o's the 15th letter of the alphabet you throw those 15s the three 15s one five one five one five what's it add up to ryan well that adds up to 45 that's nothing right but when and you split six, that six, down six. The, when you split it down the middle and you get 151 plus 515 that is 666 right there 666 now yeah of course you can take one five one five one five and really simply just combine those and you get 666 again. But it literally adds up that way as well. So you get that Solomon kind of being the figurehead for the, the the 12 tribes of Israel and all that stuff. And then one thing that's really, really interesting is that sun square that they that they use, right? You get 666 from that as well, 111. And the corners of those, when you take the corners, you can devise nine different squares or rectangles and you get 74 from all those combinations, all nine combinations, not a single number is left out. Well, yeah. 74 is Jesus in simple gematria and Lucifer as well. It's both. So that's, I think, why the, the Freemasons, you know, they're big into this idea of duality and all that shit, right? Um, it just seems, it, it's very confusing. It's a lot to to try to, you know, digest. And it sounds like you've been doing this. How long have you been doing this, by the way, Garrick? How long have you been looking into it? Um, basically just for the past, what, two going on three years. Oh, okay. You've just been very dedicated to it. It sounds like like it's, it's kind of taken over your life, right? Okay. I I mean, (laughs) yeah, I asked him at one point, how do you sleep at night? And he's like, well, huh? I, I, sometimes I have to take an edible. Well, he wakes up at three 33 and then he starts his research, right? I mean, that's what it sounds (laughs) like right there. But no, man, you know, it's, it's very interesting. And I like this, I, you know, these ideas, the one thing that I'm kind of held up with is the creation of a new version of Gematria, and that takes some serious work. So, I mean, like, that's that's incredible. But that's what's kind of, like, got me a little held up here still, is that it's something that you came up with yourself, you know? And no disrespect, right? But, like, that's just kind of, like, it's something that's interesting to me. Uh, you know, the, the method of how you came up with it, 
um are you starting like with a and then going to z and that's how you're finding this and, and you're you're assigning the numerical values to it or did you start with something that you were trying to get to and kind of reverse engineer it from that um that that's the one thing that's kind of holding me up just a little bit from getting all the way there with that sure. too Eric, would you say that all all gumatri is accurate or is there gumatri yeah, out there that's that's not there's got to be a lot of that white girl stuff going on where it's like, oh, my God, this just makes sense. You know what I mean? Like right. just freaking out about it. And <laughs> and then it gets kind of dumbed down. Right. And then like the stuff that's really important, like the stuff that you're talking about, the sun square, all that stuff gets diluted because then people are like, oh, this is fucking Gamatria. That's that fake stuff that yeah, everyone I didn't want to say that. That's why I wanted to ask him if kind of what his view on Gamatria as a whole is right. how dangerous it is or how just how good it is. Well, here you go. Yeah. So let me explain how I actually came up with this new Gematria and why I feel that it is literally the code that is unlocking all of this. So the whole thing, again, like I said, started with the number 333. And that was in 2009. Now we fast forward to 2014 when my husband and I got married and I changed my last name to his last name. So my name was Garrick Staggs before I became Garrick King. Several days, and I had to go, I went to the court because no one told me that if I had just simply signed my name Garrick King on our marriage certificate, it would have legally changed my name. <laughs> so I had to go through the court system uh, to, to change my name to, to King. Several days after doing this, I go to bed one night. I, I'm doing a little bit of reading um, with my Kindle for about 15 minutes or so. I put it you know, on the side uh, nightstand next to the bed. I put it face down because I always did that even with my phone just in case notifications came in the middle of the night would light up and wake me up. I close my eyes for maybe 30 seconds, not enough to fall asleep. But I am pr suddenly presented with this magnificent white light being like, it, literally it was like someone had wheeled in a spotlight, put it next to the bed, and turned it on right in front of my face. It was white. I can't even begin to explain how white it was. The odd thing was, I didn't just open my eyes to see what the hell this was. I laid there trying to rationalize where it was coming from. I thought maybe someone had pulled in and their their headlights were shining through the window. But then I was like, okay, well, we're on the second floor. That's impossible. Then I thought, okay, well, maybe someone's broken in. They're shining a flashlight in front of my face. But then it's like, okay, well, how come the dogs aren't barking? How come I didn't hear any, you know, the alarm didn't go off or I didn't hear any break, you know, broken glass or anything. So I don't know why I was doing that, but. After I sat there and tried to rationalize it, then I decided to open my eyes. The moment I opened my eyes and try to imagine if you can that you are seeing nothing but white, you open your eyes and the room's pitch black. There's nothing there. When I looked over at the clock, it was 11, 11 p.m. And that was the first time I started seeing that number. The next day I'm at work, I'm talking to a coworker, I'm I'm talking about, you know, this this white light and my coworker said, you know, it sounded to her like someone was trying to come visit me. It kind of made me think about my dad. 
I made a joke, you know, well, if they are, they need to come during normal business hours, not like at night when I'm trying to fall asleep. So I go and sit down at my cubicle, uh, working, a couple hours go by, I'm getting a little hungry. I look up at the time thinking that, you know, maybe it's close to lunchtime. I look up and it's 11.11. And I literally had that thought in my head, I hope this crap isn't starting again with seeing these numbers. And I could not have been more wrong because from that moment on, that number started showing up everywhere. And I mean, to the point that it was like something literally sitting there just trying to hammer this damn number into my head. I was seeing it everywhere. As I started trying to research why, I first of all realized that when I changed my name to Garrett King, my name was 11 letters long. Not only that, my first name ends in K. My last name, my new last name begins with K. K is the 11th letter of the alphabet. So literally encoded in my name, those two Ks next to each other, 1111. Okay. Then I'm sitting here thinking, okay, well, wait a second. I was born September 2nd. Nine and two is 11. September 2nd is the 245th day of the year. Two plus four plus five is 11. I began looking at numbers everywhere. I looked at our address, all of the numbers in our address that we lived at at the time. When you totaled them up, I think uh, the first address, I can't remember the first or the second one, but um, like one of them was 38, three and eight is 11. I think the second one was like 47 when you, when you, added all the numbers up, and then you reduce it down. Well, 4 and 7 is 11. I got a strange email out of nowhere from Old Navy, who I hadn't shopped with in years. I don't even know how they got my email address. The subject line of the email was, it's 11-11. I don't know why I got the email, because it was not November, uh, or you know November 11th. The time that it was sent was not 11-11. I have no idea why this email came to me. I took a screenshot, sent it to my coworker who I was talking to about, you know, seeing this number all the time. Sent it to her at, late at night. She got it. When I looked at the time I sent it, it was 11-11. When I looked at the number of attachments that I had sent her over a period of time, that one just had to be, happened to be 11 of 11 attachments. I was like, what is going on here? What is literally going on here? Right. So that was in 2015. So now fast forward, and this was right around the time, uh, I think it was 2020. um, There was one day when, out of nowhere, I started seeing 1111 and 333 multiple times all in one day. And it's weird. I, I call it like thoughts. I don't know if it's a download. I certainly wasn't hearing voices in my head. But the thought jumped into my head to take those two numbers and multiply them together. So I did. I took 333 times 1111. And the number you get is 369963. That number immediately stood out to me because of Nikola Tesla. He has a quote. It's a pretty famous quote where he says, if you only understood the magnificence of the three, six, and nine, you would hold a key to the universe. So I thought, great. Now I've got to 
new fucking number here to look at. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with this? Another random thought popped into my head, which was add 1111 to this number. So I did. And this is the new number. It's 371074. I thought, great. Another fucking number to look at. What do I do with it? No other thoughts came to me for a couple of days. So it was about two days later. Do what? It's 1111. It absolutely is. 371 is 11. 074 is 11. Yeah. Well, what the code actually demonstrates is you're to take the last four digits and add the remaining. So add 1074 to 37 and you'll have 1111. Now, two days later, the random thought came to me. Now add 369963 to this number and every new number that you get. So I did. Pay very close attention to that number. 371074. We're going to add 369963. And the new number is 741037. Do you see the connection there? It's the same numbers as before, but the 37 and the 74 have swapped places. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the first number and the second number, it's literally demonstrating because the first number had 37 at the at the beginning and 74 at the end. It's literally demonstrating that the beginning is the end and the end is the beginning. Hmm. As you continue, so right now, if you add 1037 to 74, you have 1111. You continue this process. So the next number, what do we have? (laughs) Take the last four digits, 1000, add 111 to it, you have 1111. We keep going. So 1480963. Add 148 to 963, you have 1111. I took these numbers all the way up to the 100 billions. Every single number does this. When the number gets bigger... Go ahead. I was going to say, so like we were talking about before, are you concluding that we are in a simulation, it's all numbers, zeros and ones, basically, and that... It, it, it's the fabric of the universe, like the in the Matrix. When, like I said before, the architect says, it was the Matrix is a harmony of mathematical precision. Absolutely, absolutely. Because what's literally happening with these numbers is the numbers at the beginning. So I said, when you take the last four and you add the remaining, so the beginning numbers and the end numbers are going up and down. By the number 37 every single time. That is where the connections to Genesis and the Bible took place. So Genesis 1-1 in Hebrew Gematria, the whole entire verse has the value of 27. Well, crap. 2701. When you add 2701 
and its mirror opposite, which is 1072, we have 3773. It's a palindrome. It's the same forwards and backwards. But here's the kicker. In Hebrew gematria, the value for Jesus is 37, and the value for Christ is 73. You are literally looking at the name Jesus Christ. Something to it. Something to it. And that is why I'm I'm saying that this, this is a code and that that Jesus is literally the the source, the 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 life force that is coursing through everything. And when you look at the first verse, this is the first verse in Hebrew. So this is the first word. This is in the beginning. This word right here is literally Genesis. And it means in the beginning. And this word right here is created. This word right here is Elohim. It's God. And this word right here is made up of Aleph and Tav. It's the first letter and the last letter of the Hebrew alphabet. It is the code. What this is literally telling us is in the beginning, God created what first? Not the heavens and the earth. He created the code. It's right here. Aleph and Tav. The Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, and everything that is in between. So that... Very interesting. Yes. And these numbers... uh, I was just going to say, these numbers is how I applied these same numbers to the Hebrew alphabet. And they are literally starting with 37. That that first number that was generated started with 37. That's where I started. And they're literally all going up by the number 37. And the connection here that really leads me to know that I, that this, this is literally meant to be this way. It's not a coincidence that through this new gematria, the fact that man, that the Bible is telling us has the value of 666, this new gematria it is that value. It literally adds up to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Very interesting. Yeah, um, Garrick, I don't know if you remember me, man. Uh, I knew from back in the day, it was uh, Ron Weed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I was... Uh, I was What's up, Ron right Weed? Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> was, uh, and uh, <laughs> I was taught, like, um, some number thing. And, um, I was supposed to like, keep it a secret. And it's, and it's funny too, you're saying with the, with the, the white light and everything in your room, um, my brother, uh, he had a similar experience like that, except it happened like really, really fast. Um, he was, uh, he said he just saw a flash of white light and he's like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) Then it went dark again. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I was, the number thing I was taught was where you take, zero through nine and you break down the numbers from outside to inside and um it does show that exact same thing the alpha and the omega and also if you uh put take the zero and put it next to the nine instead of zero through nine it's one to nine and then with zero at the end um it creates uh uh one 
and then 11, 11, 11, 11. <laughs> so that's, that's, uh, you know, just reminding me of that there. So, um, I, I definitely, uh, feel like you're, you're right on that with it explaining, um, the alpha and omega concept of the universe and that it's not more basically saying like, like you said, before anything happened, God wrote the code, you know? Correct. Fucking hey, dude, that shit's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. that's what the dude, the dude that, uh, taught it to me, um, he wanted me to like, keep it a secret. And, uh, but you know, what's funny about it. Even if I told most people that same thing, they wouldn't even get it in the first place. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, here we are a secret <laughs> that most people can't even understand to, to begin with. You know? Good point. <laughs> so well, I get told all the time that I'm, I'm literally cherry picking the numbers and clearly I'm not, if I was cherry picking numbers, I would just randomly be picking numbers from here, there and there and making them total what I want it to total. These numbers are literally what was presented in the code. So I'm not cherry picking anything. We can simply look 37 and 74. They're literally going up by the number 37. 74 plus 37 is 111. It just keeps going up by that number. And um, now, phys- uh, I'm sorry, the uh, greatest physics physicists out there who know like this, you know, physics, you know, and stuff. It, it comes from them finding patterns in, in mathematics. So it's for you, for them to say you're cherry picking, you're just you're you're revealing these patterns that I'm sure some physicists out there actually you know can use this to create maybe a future technology for everybody, <laughs> but maybe they're uh, forced to you know keep that kind of knowledge away from the public. <laughs> hey, yeah, Gary. absolutely. Sorry, sure. go ahead. Uh, I, I was just curious, but I'm looking at your sequence here and, and what are your thoughts on uh, Fibonacci's work? It literally ties in uh, the Fibonacci um, pi. Um, there's, there's some other irrational numbers. What were they? Um, there's like an irrational number called E. Where all of this, the Bible, these numbers that are generated tie in to all of it in such a crazy way. Now, you know, earlier we talked about, you know, this this concern about me applying these numbers. Well, look at something very carefully. So Aleph being the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet. In Hebrew gematria, the value for Aleph is 1. So look at 3 and 7. 3 and 7 added together is 10. It reduces to 1. Zeros and 1s, man. We're we're living in a simulation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, bet being the second number or second letter has the value of 2. And 7 plus 4 is 11. 1 and 1 is 2. It's the exact same numbers. They're just expanded. Hmm. Now, back in the time, they did not have a number system the way that we do now. So they simply used the same letters as their numbers as well. Alphanumeric. 
That makes sense. I, I have a question that's totally off topic, <clears throat> but when I do my uh, show, I have like a generic matrix code in the background. Would you be okay if I was to uh, copy your code right here and turn it into the matrix code that I use on my show instead? Look at this creative guy. <laughs> Look at that idea. Wow. <laughs> nice. Go for it. Awesome. <clears throat> That's fucking cool. That is a good idea. So, Thank you. I appreciate that. But to kind of give you guys an idea, just something here very quickly, um, just some odd things that came out through this research. And then I'll stop talking because I don't want to hijack this whole thing. Um, but through my research and showing that obviously this information was given to me for a reason, Imagine my surprise when I discovered that this phrase in God, whoops, if I could type right, Gary King is the chosen mathematician. You got that twice there just to. Oh, what did, what did I have twice? The, the. You, you have the spelled twice. Oh, the, the, there you go. Okay. What are the chances that that phrase would have the value of 11-11? Interesting. Yeah, that's pretty interesting there for sure. Yeah, and that's in, I mean, that's in Hebrew. No, that's that's straight up in English. No, no, in Hebrew, Gematria, right? Nope. In, it's just regular Jewish with English letters. What does that mean down there at the bottom where it says Hebrew Gamacha equals one one one, English Gamacha two three nine four, and then simple is three nine nine? That's what I was oh. referring to there. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is wild because you're using Hebrew letters with this stuff, right? Like that's what makes it kind of interesting. Correct. Um, I think that's like uh, just the because there's different letters in each alphabet. I think there's more letters in the uh, English language, so there's a. Uh, numerical difference but you know um the one thing that i i uh know is like the number 40 in the english language um is the only number that goes in alphabetical order <laughs> and you know so for it to hold this synchronized coincidence right this is a number that was written in aramaic or greek before it was even conceived in english so <laughs> for it to mm-hmm. continue holding that synchronized significance shows how the gematria still goes in between Jewish or English or simple gematria. Well, English was very, very uh, calculated when it was put together for that reason. You know, um, everybody that was involved in creating our culture today has uh, some sort of esoteric and slash um, uh, paganistic rituals tied in with it and they know way more about where we are and where we come from and why we're fucking here than we ever will yeah so oh, on, yeah and, quite oh, possible yeah so on that note ryan let's see what you brought to the table yeah yeah, yeah. with the uh, <laughs> with the little sun thing yeah is it is it cool if I, Drop some at the end because it's Ryan. Is that the that. post you made today? I think I saw your post about this. Yeah, it's just weird, dude. It's just interesting stuff that I saw. But yeah, Ron, go ahead. What were you going to say, man? 
uh, uh, you know, about the whole 216 and uh, stuff like that. Uh, that's actually um, just because we're on that Gematria thing. It was some weird coincidence. Um, so my birth name in Gematria comes out to 216. <laughs> mm. And then um, <laughs> if you add all the different ways it's shaped out it comes out to and if you add it all together it comes out to 720 you know and and that's all that's the whole uh spiritual you know the infinity symbol right so there's with the spiritual awakening there's a there's like a growth so you're making a 360 right the seven the 720 is more of like coming back to the beginning because once you learn so much you you kind of forget other things and then you're basically, you know, like you can never just be all knowing, you know, because, um, uh, yeah. So that, but yeah, the, I, I thought that was a weird coincidence that like, uh, I was taught something that has to do with 216 and that's actually my, uh, Gematria for my birth name. So it's almost like a, the devil's lottery. <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> Well, that's there that uh, that makes me think of that devil's interval thing where it starts with 440 and then goes up to 741 with the Hertz frequencies, right? Like all these different ranges that, yeah, that for whatever reason, like all the shit that we have now, we went away from this 432, which was, you know, overwhelmingly popular. And what the about the devil's lettuce? Like, devil's lettuce is all right. <laughs> that's something different. But, even you know, when it's, it's even when it comes in pen form. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and they, you know, they build these buildings back then to kind of, you know, almost almost weaponize the frequencies. It seems like it was used more in a positive way in the older times. And now it feels like the way that they're building buildings today, concert halls and all these things, mm-hmm. they're meant to emphasize that 440 and that devil's that devil's uh, range of 442. 741 but yeah i'll show this real quick it's not nearly as long um and and like in depth by any means but you can see these right Mm -hmm. yeah yep so this is that sun square that magic square and yeah i talked about this on instagram so some of you guys might have seen this but this is a square there's 36 numbers here six by six um obviously these just stick out longer they're all double digits but each line going vertical and uh, or rather horizontal and vertical add up to 111 each one of these mm-hmm. and you can test them out if 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 you want but what do they know, add up to 111 so 6 plus 32 plus 3 plus 34 plus 35 plus 1 is 111 same with 6 plus 7 plus 19 plus 18 plus 25 plus 36 each yeah. one of these lines and and you kind of have to fuck around a little bit because like right here you're going sideways again. If you had a perfect, nice, neat little box and you put the numbers in the boxes, it would be a square, right? There's 36 numbers here. So right, you, I see what you're saying. So 11, right, so 11, get, huh? They add they're up. not lined up because it's not in a box. I see what right. you're saying. But they add up to 11, 11. No, one eleven. One hundred eleven. Gotcha. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying, Ghost? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when you get 111 six times, that obviously adds up to 666. And what I thought was really interesting here, this is why it seems to have something to do with the sun from what I was looking at. Um, When you take the corners each time, each time you take the corners here, each one of these is going to add up to 74, which, again, we just talked about. You can use that Gamachia calculator Mm. that uh, Garrick was using. You get you get Jesus 
and you get Lucifer. Satan is like, I think, 55. But, you know, Lucifer is like the good version of Satan, right? That's before he was cast out of heaven, supposedly, and all that, if you're following that story. But you take 6 plus 1 plus 31 plus 36, you get 74. Again, taking this one, going in on the corners again. So 32 to 35 plus 5 plus 2, that also is going to equal 74. 3 plus 34 plus 33 plus 4, 74. So you see what I'm doing there. Now you can even go Mm -hmm. this way. 7 plus 30 plus 12 plus 25, 74. 19 plus 24 plus 13 plus 18, 74. So it's almost like Hmm. 666 in a weird way represents Jesus and Lucifer, which is strange. Do you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of that same architect scene in The Matrix when he said the first one failed because it was perfect, flawless, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then he said, you know, I I realized that I had to start over because there was an anomaly. I needed to have an anomaly. There needed to be a problem. And then Neo comes out and says the anomaly is choice. He says the problem you have is choice. It's free will caused by the anomaly. What do you guys think about that? So yeah, it's fucking weird. Yeah. So Garrick, does that not look very s- fucking familiar? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, but here's the thing. So if if this is both coming back to Jesus and Lucifer or Satan, literally it, from my viewpoint, it is it's further validating what I was saying where Sure. This, this energy source of Jesus is coursing through all of us. We all have the potential of being good or and bad. bad. Sure. And yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. Well, that's Carl like Jung. That's like Jordan Peterson shit. <laughs> necessary evil. Like, people, uh, okay, like killing people is evil, right? We all know that. But uh, killing somebody who's uh, harming a child, <laughs> you know, I mean, to, to the majority of people is good. You know what I mean? Right. So, that's what it means like don't like em- embracing the dark side doesn't mean like oh shit i can do fucked up things it's all cool right i'm embracing my dark side that's probably what most new agers think but i think it's more of like you know necessary evil necessary because sometimes right. being good um you have to do a little bad it's things. like we're, it's like you we're capable of both yeah. we're capable of both well and that's, that's the I'm power so we have with, with the new exactly. agers like what ron's saying like you know, someone just being like, you know, and, and it happens a lot with ladies, right? Like, you know, some girl will just be a total bitch and then she'll blame it on her Zodiac sign. Metro retro. I'm just supposed to be a bitch today. Uh, she must be a Pisces. Right, dude. And, and joke, go, uh, Ghost and I I'm a Capricorn. <laughs> like, when, you know, if one well, of us fucks I... something up on a show, we'll be like, oh, that's, we would total Pisces move right there, you know, because it's, <laughs> it's over the top. Always, and it's very frustrating. But this was that other thing, and then I'll I'll get out of the screen sharing here. Oh, Wait, before being you 15. move on, before you move on, I wanted to add to something that Ron was saying because there is a flip side to that coin as well. Because some of these people that will do these murders, they do them in a ritualistic way, uh, and and they're actually absorbing some sort of energy from this. Mm. Yeah, it's it's like they're in the they're doing what serves them so it's they're in that kind of gray area and either because absorbing substance right that's a good thing you're but there's something to that occulted fucking knowledge man well and that's the thing too you know when uh garrick when you said you know lucifer or satan or or you know whichever one you're you're uh you know saying here with this 
for some reason, you know, the the Masons and a lot of these secret societies, the Masons are just the easiest scapegoat, right? Everybody knows them. And yeah, they're they're in charge of everything bad. They they can't be because we know who they are, right? So right. with that, they see Lucifer. Good point. Lucifer is essentially their good guy. Lucifer is the same as Jesus to them. Satan is the bad guy. That's why they use like they'll use that star, David. And, you know, the one pointing up will be white. The one pointing down will be black because that is like, you know, everything is right there. The good and the bad, the duality, the checkerboard floor, the white and the bad, all that stuff. And that the true knowledge is knowing both. I think that's what they try to preach. I I don't know. You know, it's so tough to uh, know because there's so many different uh, ways to to go at it. Sorry, Ron, go ahead. They have their prophet, the Hiram Abyss. Yeah, Harima Biff, yeah. And then also yeah. I forget the other dude. Um he's but the you, original blacksmith. First ever blacksmith. Produced. Oh, uh Tubal Cain. Tubal Cain, yeah. Yeah, Tubal yeah. Cain. But you know, he was uh Hiram Abiff was Solomon's uh builder. Uh, he he had the secrets to Solomon's temple and he was killed because he wouldn't reveal the secrets. Mm. So that's kinda like their it could, you know, um, it could be seen as like and an again, thing. The good guys won, right? Yeah, they have the perfect <laughs> record. Can yeah, I ask you guys a question? Yeah. Oh no, go ahead. I want to cut you off, Ron. No, oh, no, that's all. I was just adding to ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So when I talk to actual Freemasons that I personally know, that this phrase keeps coming up. Freemasonry is about making good men better. What do you guys think about that? <laughs> I mean, I think that that's what the lower they level. Say, it's taught. like one of their fucking. It's like a propaganda catchphrase. Everyone Absolutely. I've ever talked to says that. It's weird. Yeah, and I'll say uh, because uh, good people are uh, pretty oblivious, mostly because they're just trying to live a good life and you know spend time with their family. Let's wear a mask. In your and, car yeah. by yourself, because I'm a good person. A good person, but evil people are yeah, more conniving know. and cunning, you know, because they're they're always after the ball, you know. You know, so. there there's even thirty three degree, thirty third degree masons that don't know what their organization is truly about behind the scenes. So, See, well, thirty three. I wonder if that's know, true. I wonder if that's well, Brian's Brian's going to drop a hammer that 33 isn't the top degree. No, not at all. No. There's X degree. There's more. There's higher degrees than 33. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, shit. And, I didn't know that. Fuck and man. so when I was I was dating a Job's daughter one time and I've always been a huge conspiracy theorist. And so uh, her dad, he was he was the grandmaster or whatever the fuck it's called at that lodge and he was trying to recruit me damn near every dinner function that I had to attend with this guy. And I was bringing up, you know, the, the whole occultic and conspiracy side of it. And he brought me the brochure that they give to everybody. And the whole backside is dedicated to trying to debunk this whole work. (laughs) (laughs) Shocker. Shocker. Yeah, yeah, dude. But Fuck. Ryan, before you move on, bro, I I had a question I wanted to ask you a while back because we're breaking down numbers and and six 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 seems to be able to have so many different meanings. 
I'm wondering, like, when you see, like, LeBron James and these celebrities and stuff throwing up the hand sign of 666, like, what does that mean to them? Or is, are they just doing it because that's the cool fucking thing to do? No, I think that there's something to it. I'll actually pull up this image that I saw when I was looking at 741, because I, I don't think that 666 is necessarily the number of the beast, right? Like, this well, is something if- that's really pounded in our heads, but it just can't be, like... It, it, it's too it's too well known something so important i don't think would be so well known right um but yeah dude i i found the wildest image from uh a new age site i fucking hate the new age you know for <laughs> people that don't know like i absolutely i'm, I'm well aware it. so oh, for yeah, the yeah. listeners out there he he claims that but when he calls me he he's all hippy dippy I got crystals around me. Crystals. Yes. He's just like, tap into your energy, ghost. Playing in the background. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tap into it. Embrace your inner Pisces. Come on. We have to have this this conversation. Well, that was one thing, too. Like, you know, all the people that talk about it, they just kind of give you half the story. Like, I'd, I'd never heard the term Hermetica, which is basically astrology and pharmacy and all these other things. It sounds almost like some kind of weird alchemy or something obviously mm-hmm. uh you know kind of based off of well that's where farm pharma, farm pharma, pharmaceuticals come from is pharmacia occulted knowledge this is what i'm Greek. saying right right i'm just saying dude they give you half the stories and everyone acts like they're a damn expert and you know the idea of killing your ego you know someone having a show a podcast right and then telling other people to kill their ego, but they're out there feeling like they're so important for some reason, <laughs> right? They got to give their message and they got to share their thoughts because their thoughts are the good ones, right? That is having an ego. Every one of us has an ego, right? Yeah. And you and need somehow, that. Ego. That's what fucking how we come are. right back around to we're all hypocrites. We are all hypocrites, man. But I think mm-hmm. I don't think that it's necessarily like being a hypocrite's not the worst thing in the world. I was saying on my episode, um, I think delusion should be the eighth deadly sin, right? Like being delusional and just being, I love that. Yeah. It, it's it's man, insane. And man created sin. Sure. Absolutely. Because we're beasts. I, I'm just <laughs> everything that we've been Capable talking about tonight of- and and what Garrick has brought to me and what, what Ryan's looking into now just validates everything that. Yo, everything's man-made. Every fucking thing's man-made. And I forget who it was that brought up the whole Nero thing, and I was like, hello? I saw that. <laughs> hello? Like, come so on. Check this out. I, I, we got to wait for Oh, Catalyst is back. Okay, Catalyst, you can see the screen, right? With the 666 thing. Okay, so this is about 741, and I was looking into, like, what do the New Agers think about 741? First of all, they talk about how when you see 741, it means that you need to be more proud of your accomplishments, right? Oh. So pride being a deadly sin. This is something that I think a lot... Which is also ego, right? Yeah, but well, yeah, exactly. But a lot of people out there need less pride. It really... I mean, a lot For of people sure. are too proud, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, they, look at that. They usually wear pajamas. They usually wear pajamas and go to Walmart in the middle of the night. <laughs> right. But look at this. Do you see what I'm pointing out here? They're yeah. doing the 666 oh, with, yeah. with the sun or the light, right? Lucifer in the middle, throwing up that. The light ice, bearer. By the, way. the light bringer. It's just strange, man. Like the little things that they put in these sites, it's always like, what is going on? You know, so, you know, I mess around on a lot of sites like that just to kind of see what that message is and what what kind of shit they're trying to throw out there. But. 
it's incredibly frustrating when you see these people that are being so hypocritical and they're telling you not to do that. They're saying, don't do what I'm doing. Right. I I can do it because I know what I'm doing. Right. Right. These people, these people that like access the chakras. I I can sun bleach my asshole. What? I I can sun bleach my asshole and and sun gaze with with my my butt cheeks spread apart. But don't you do it because I know what I'm doing. Well, that's the thing, man. Like a lot of people out there will say like, uh, you know, like they have the answers when when people talk with. uh, And I actually like that you said this, Garrick, when you were saying that you were talking to some entity and you don't know who the hell you're talking to. You thought it was your father. It sounds like right. Like you, you believe that it was your dad. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you really don't know because these demons, if you believe in them, I tend to for sure. They know everything. They know they know your dad. They know my dad who, you know, just went through some serious stuff health wise. And luckily, he's on the other side of that. Thank God. Um, I was going to ask you about that. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, he's great now. He's back home, dude. So, like, you know, after having a, a massive thing like that these evil entities out there, they're going to pretend that they're good and they're going to communicate with you. And all these people that act like they talk to these entities, they act like they know for 100% fact that they're not being deceived and that they're not being lied to and not being reached out to by something very dark that is misleading them. Right. I'm not saying at all that that's what's going on with you, Garrett, because it sounds like you really know your shit here, but it's incredibly wild. You you know, everybody knows kind of like somebody in this podcast world. That's like, you know, uh, you know, fucking uh, angels talk through me and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. For you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. What was yeah. that dumbass motherfucker that used to say that all the time? I had, I had an ex girlfriend. <laughs> it was like God told God told me that you were gonna uh, blah 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 or whatever, and I just oh boy, fucking, oh boy. I'm like, I know oh, those man. girls. No, like, no. But, I do want to rewind because that's awesome. Ryan, I've been, I've been worried about you, brother, and I've been worried about your dad. So I think we should take a second right here and just. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, man. Thank you. Yeah. But, um, I wanted to talk about that. The 666 thing, something about it. Like y'all know the Dr. Yamoto's uh, water experiment. Yeah, Mr. Yes. Romoto. Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yes. Like Frequency. all of the positive crystals we're all six, 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 right. They're all hex hexagons. Um, so it, in my opinion, what I feel like what it is, is like the Nazis taking like, you know, the Hindu symbol and then making it their own evil version. Right. Right. That, that's like kind of what they're doing. For instance, the middle finger, what I heard that that came from was, uh, uh, they, the other soldiers would point their middle finger at the archers who they had captured and cut their, bow finger off right <laughs> so it's kind of like look what we got so in a way it's kind of like it's kind of like teabagging you when they when so <laughs> that's why with me like i do like it's kind of like, like the word like fuck sometimes with this magic mm-hmm. stuff like in a, in a cult you know i'm not i'm not you know but i don't really hate on people too much because essentially what i do by i'm taking basically symbols that they have a meaning for and I'm turning around and making it my own positive version. So I'm basically doing the same thing that they do to us. Putting good energy out there. Yep. Energy through something that is dark. Hey, Ron, I, I'm a newbie, man, uh, at what you were just talking about. And I'm not familiar with this study or this gentleman that you just mentioned with the hexagons and the pictures that he took. Oh, uh, but- Ryan could probably break that down better than me. <laughs> oh, Masuro Moto Catalyst? 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have his book. Is it like with the girl, uh, that lady that you had on, where she was taking pictures of water and different freezing? Yeah, he did a bunch of experiments with water frequency, how it, like, affected it, yep. Yeah, so he'd he'd take, like, you know, and yeah, exactly like, uh, I forget her name, but she's great. Um, But yeah, he would write, you know, a certain type of water, and he would do all kinds of different waters, write different messages in different languages, and if it was if he'd write something like happy or love or something positive um, or play, you know, classical music, they would mm-hmm. make these beautiful crystals. And like Ron yeah. said, they were oftentimes like hexagonal in nature, um, very symmetrical, really, really beautiful stuff. And then if you write like hate, like I hate you on the glass or play like a metal, you know, which everybody I love heavy metal, but it's not good to listen to that shit constantly. Um, it says it, you. Well, I, I enjoy it a lot more than classical music. I'll tell you that right now. You time know. and place, time and place. Right. Yeah. But it would it would make really dark vibe. You know, almost like it looked like it was like the water was getting cancer. Almost is what it looked like. There's some yeah. wild images there. You can pull some up like right now if you wanted to check them out. But it's just cool to see. Garrick, uh, Garrick, yeah. I was looking at your Instagram earlier, and you have picture. What are you taking pictures of? Because you have really interesting stuff where it looks like there's faces forming in this shit those that's my scrying sessions that my instrumental transcommunication um literally i take a bowl of uh i started with like water but i started using coffee just because it had a different type of contrast to it and basically you just sit there and take the bowl and you just start moving it from side to side forwards and backwards at the same time asking these interdimensional beings uh to come through and show themselves and they'll certainly do it. Wow. And when you look on there, you'll see. I even have some videos on there uh, showing like frame by frame how the water comes into uh, the, I guess, the shape. And like I've had like a whole entire person, like the whole their whole body show up. I've had animals show up. Um, Man, clearly a lot one- of... You had one on there that was a dead on ringer for a gray. And then, and, and then, like right before, after that one, you also had one where I would picture and seen like um, carvings and shit of what the Anunnaki would look like. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff that came through. We're living in a simulation, man. Catalyst, stop, stop I'm- ruining my, my, my future episodes. <laughs> Oh. Make sure I'm no, I'm, I'm fucking with you, man. We're behind a paywall, man. We're yeah, good, we right? are. <laughs> okay, I'll just say it. Make fun of me all you want on CNN or wherever, but everyone already Who's playing knows that? This. Oh, These Andrew, that's stupid. It's like the longest Alex Jones clip. The interdimensional beings. They're um, demons. They're demons. <laughs> yeah, I had to follow you, Garrett, because, yeah, we were talking on Instagram, and, yeah, it is very, very good what you're doing, I think. Interesting. For sure. Very interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait till you get into his reverse How many speech. beers you drink over there, Ghost? Uh, <laughs> two, four, six, eight. Uh, I'm working on a 12-pack. Okay, good. Nice. It's Friday. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I, I know. We, We're at the tavern, bro. Yeah, hey, we throw a few back. I'm not. I'm not hating <laughs> on anything. I got, I'm drinking some vodka right now, but. I'm I, on wine tonight. For, I made pasta earlier. That's why. Fucking wine. Oh, okay. 
I'll I'll smoke. Like I, I wish I had some alcohol. I kind of feel like a poser not having a beer tonight. All right, you're Garrett, fine. Dude. You look fucking stoned as shit, though, bro. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm there with you, buddy. I'm drinking water, but I'm stoned as shit. So, what are you drinking, are Garrett? Change? Can we change gears? Because this is a, I'm drinking this Crown and Coke. Oh, dude, I am that was my fuck? my drink of choice when I was in the Air Force. Crown and Coke, and Crown for and my Coke. Tw- 22nd birthday, I drank 22 double shots of Crown and Coke. Oh, boy. I was fucked up. I was fucked up. So, hey, Ryan. What? Remember we talked about doing the card thing, maybe? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. That's what I was trying to do. So. End it on the moon! Sorry. So, (laughs) I wanted to. I I realized this, so I found some Garbage Pail Kids. Okay. I didn't realize they are the same print, but they have printed ones that are different names. Right, right, you guys right. aware of this? Yes. Oh, dude, come on. You're speaking my language here. Wait, yeah. so you're, you mean each I one? I just dropped one. Hold on. Twin, right? You're talking about how they all had a twin? No, there's A, Bs, and Cs usually for most of these, right? Like you got like your Atom Bomb, and then you got like some other version of that. Atom Bomb was the original. That was A, and then they'll make the same image just with a different name. Yeah. You guys see this? Yeah, hold it closer. The name? What's the name? Tell us. <laughs> the name is Pian Ian. Pian Ian. Okay. Pian like Ian. Okay. But then we got Jacob's Bladder. I like it. <laughs> Play on Jacob's Ladder. Nice. So when you put them together, identical, but different names. Right, that's what they did. I, I I was obsessed with these things when I was a kid. Yeah, so I you always I still wanted, you always them. wanted to have their twin. Each one had it. It was just it, like what you're saying. Not necessarily a brother, but they had a doppelganger with a completely different name. So you wanted to collect both of them. Yes. So check out that image right there. See that? Yeah. And the names are. This is hilarious. Rocky Ricardo and Messi Jesse. Nice. <laughs> Gotta like it, dude. Weird. I mean, the names on them are great. So I found a bunch of those, too, not to mention the elf cards I told you about, but we'll take turns. Who else has something? Well, dude, I'll, I don't I'll have open shit. a pack of these. I'll open, should I open a pack of the Desert Storm or the G.I. Joe 1991 cards? They're both I, from 1991. Oh, my God. I want to see both. We talked about this. Fuck yeah. I, I really want to see G.I. Joe. Uh, okay, well, do the de- do no, do the Desert Storm first. Okay, it's your show, Ghost. I and like these ones, <laughs> I got to open real careful because they're the old wax paper. Like I don't know how someone buys stuff like this and doesn't open it. It's absolutely insane to me. <laughs> but you had to. You posted it. I saw them, and you had the fucking my favorite characters too. The sticker is the command flag. You get flags with all these. Ironically, the uh, the United Nations flag is number thirty three. You see how like there's the numbers up there? Oh uh-huh. shit. The United Nations is 33. And, I mean, just what great war propaganda this is, right? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Huey Cobra. And then Wait, was, like was that last one an LCAC? Yeah. LCAC, yeah. Dude, so I was on an amphibious ship. That was They're basically hovercraft. That's what my ship launched out the back of my ship. That's what I did for three and a half years in the Navy right there. Oh, yeah, shit, that's cool. Damn. But, that's yeah, crazy. dude, I mean, like, all these, like, I'm trying to get, I'm hoping that I can get the, uh, or H.W. Bush. 
Can you guys see these, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I, hold yeah. On a good yeah, I remember being a kid in, in fucking middle school and, and writing to Storm and Norman. Oh, Schwarzkopf. Oh, yeah. Oh. Desert Shield. Yeah. Anti-chemical gear. Dude, there's this one. It's my favorite one of these. It says carpet bomb, carpet bombing, and it's just a picture of a <laughs> bunch of bombs being dropped. And it says on the card, on the back, like when it describes shit, it says, this is a really good technique for destroying a lot of area really quickly. Yeah. And it's like, holy <laughs> oh, shit. It is. Like, they're just straight up saying, like, we kill a lot of fucking people. Dude, that- that reminds me of those Illuminati cards I posted about today. Like, I found those on Amazon. They're yeah. so fucking expensive. But those are the ones that everyone talks about that has the Twin Towers falling. Yeah. And, like, all the sca- all the fucking controversial shit that's actually happened is in a 1994 Illuminati card game. That's fucking crazy. It's nuts, man. Even the wow. uh, imposter. The imposter card, has, it looks exactly like Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Oh, oh but here's man. the G.I. Joe cards, man. These are the artwork on these is incredible. So you got these mm. different guys from Hell the yeah. show. There's a good one. I don't know if you can see all these. Hydrofoil. <laughs> Firefly, dude. And there's like in the box, in the hobby box, there's like probably 400 cards in each box. And uh, and so, yeah, I'm just going through these. Nice. And, Trying to pull some dope shit. I already got two of the Cobra Commander. That's worth 150 bucks. So I got $300 right there. Nice. Did you find uh, Tunnel nice. Rat yet? Did I find who? Tunnel Rat. I I don't know yet. I, I, I'll see if he's even on here. You'd think he would be. But yeah, dude, they're just. Oh, great. that I mean, was. Uh, who, who was the, the karate dude? Uh, that is Quick Kick. Quick Kick. You mean sna- Snake Eyes? No, it was Quick Kick. I got Snake Eyes, yeah. Yeah. Snake Eyes is badass, too. Yeah, Snake Eyes and his arch enemy was Storm Shadow, but then... Bazooka. They, yes. And then they introduced Wild Quick Tone, Kick. The communications expert. Storm- Who the ghost? Which guy were you talking about? Tunnel Rat. Tunnel Rat. Let's see if he's on. Oh, I remember Tunnel Rat. Because, yeah, they also sell these little checklists where you can... Make sure that you got all the cards. I don't see Tunnel Red on here, though. But you'd oh. think he'd be on there for sure. Well, fuck, I, I had that action figure. <laughs> I Cesspool is the number one card. Um, Derek's probably like, what the hell are we talking about here? <laughs> That's all weird, huh? <laughs> I didn't even know that they had cards. I just collected the figures. Well, dude, I didn't either. Uh, it was Same. actually Andrew and I were going around online when we were talking about uh, fish pudding. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I was trying. To, I was like, we should give some background. Go ahead, Ryan. Yep. Yeah, man, and uh, and and just ended up buying these because on that show, it's kind of a subset of you know my conspiracy show and talk about food and old toys and kind of like cool shit from our childhood that nostalgia stuff. And uh, we're looking around for these different cards from like the eighties and nineties and just happen to like find a little pop-up of this box of 36 packs of 12 cards. And uh, it was an unopened hobby box from the nineties from 1991, the year I was born. And it's just like, (laughs) man, I had to buy this shit. It was 54 bucks. So I got garbage pail kids, UFC cards, the, Desert Storm cards and now G.I. Joe cards. So I'm trying to build that collection. Those ALF cards are badass, though. Okay, so those Mars Attacks cards that you showed yeah. on that show were badass. But, yeah, so you guys, I completely forgot about this shit. So 
back in the day. You guys remember Elf? Alien, alien life, weird looking creature. Alien. It was like a, it was like a a sitcom, but the yeah. star was this furry you know, tan, furry, furry tan, tan little yeah, puppet. Right? So there was a card series for Elf that came out. Uh, God, I don't know. Let's see if don't go anywhere. Uh, hide your cat. 87. 87 1987. Okay. I just looked. 1987. Yeah, he, and he loved to eat cats. It was he loved to eat cats, which is was, uh, a, 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 another form of pussy. Yes, right. yes, that's what I'm told. So the so there was a series that came out that was the 50 states with Elf. These are and, so sick. And I just so happened to have the entire fucking set. Damn. Damn. Save some pussy for the rest of us. Yeah, like really, like <laughs> that's the Montana card. Do we really want to do all 50? No. Dude, pull up pull up Arizona, dude. I looked at Arizona online as soon as you told me about this. Okay, I'm going to go get it right now. Arizona, there it is. Here we go. You ready, bro? Let's see. Oh, shit. There it is, dude. Pennsylvania next. (laughs) Fuck Pennsylvania. (laughs) That's beautiful, though. I'm glad you... And it gives you... On the back, show the back. It gives you all the stats, like the state bird... The state plant, all that shit. It's cool, dude. I think that's dope as fuck. Let me see where to go. Or any of them. I think they all do it. Yeah, so the back. Oh, yeah. So the back shows you all this shit. That's so, so sick, dude. Like, just like having that as like a little piece of history. You know what I mean? Now looking at that, the back of it, I do remember those cards. They're, I mean, they're fucking awesome. I like oh, those here's Arizona. things. Here's Arizona, bro. Yeah. Sorry, I dropped it. Arizona, yeah, all the stuff on there. Birds of the Cactus Run, I believe. Yeah, very nice, very nice. And you got that weird see, desert monkey. The, well, that's not the state animal. Uh, that's the state animal, but I think it just shows the state bird. It's a Cootamundi is the, yeah. the desert monkey. There's California. Oh, Nice. I mean, they're dope, dude. They're really fucking cool. Fuck yeah. I, didn't even I just can't them. believe I have the whole set. Like, I kind of wonder what they are going for. <laughs> I mean, dude, hold on to that shit, though, man. Oh, no, I'm going to. I just, like, I'm curious with the market. Looks. All right, show Pennsylvania. Let's see, yeah. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Tag team. No, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to see Georgia. Real quick, my state, just because I found it. There's Minnesota. Uh, oh, yeah, 10,000 lakes, dude. Nice. Nice. There's Okay, Pennsylvania. Let me find it. Uh, okay. Holy shit! I just found a gung ho GI Joe card in this oh, fucking shit. Stack. Get the there fuck out! Nice. I just found a fucking gung ho GI Joe. There you go, dude. I bet That's you I crazy. got him somewhere in this pack. I've only opened about half the packs. It's fucking thirty six. Pennsylvania. Here we go. Oh, there it is. I've located Pennsylvania. Boom. What's it say? Closer. Is that like an Amish cult? <laughs> it has some powdered wigs, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it says, while you're at it, can I have your John Hancock, where uh, the Declaration of Independence was signed. Very historic Pennsylvania. All right, now flip it around and read the back. And I'll de- I'll confirm or debunk this shit. Okay, here we go. Pen- true. Here we go. Pennsylvania capital, Harrisburg. Yes. True. <laughs> State motto, 
virtue, liberty, and independence. No. Tourist tourist attraction, Liberty Bell, yeah. Philadelphia. State bird, ruffled grouse. Yeah, the rough grouse. Wow, wow. State flower, mountain laurel. Mm-hmm. And there's the Pennsylvania card. So dope. Wow. Boom. I got all of them. I got the whole fucking set, dude. Sick. Derek's like, what kind of fucking nerds did I come on with here? <laughs> and then, of course, just, just the random G.I. Joe, the random G.I. Joe gung-ho just fell out of the middle of this shit. like that a lot. What were you saying, Garrick? You got any cards there? Uh, the only ones I have can reach them. It's this... Uh, I don't know if you can see it. It's from the movie Labyrinth, and it's a set of tarot <gasps> cards based off the movie. Oh, Dope. that's cool. That's no a fucking great movie. Shit. That's a great movie. Yeah. Yeah, Who's got the power make... of the voodoo? Voodoo? You do. <laughs> they make Garbage Pail Kid tarot cards, too, that are really sick. They're really, really cool. Wow. Oh, yeah, man. Just be... nerding now. We talked about and then And then remember, remember when I said I was looking for those WCW wrestling cards, but I couldn't find them? Yeah. Well, I found my WWF cards, oh, and man. I have them all in this fucking folder I forgot about. Damn. So, like, here, let me see if I can. That's most cool days. Do you have <laughs> most of them are most of them are matches, but here, there better be a Harley race in there. Oh, the Randy Savage, Mister Perfect. Oh, my all-time favorite, Brett Brett Hart. The Hitman Hart. Brett the Hitman Hart. The Rockers. uh, Andre the Giant. Oh, man. Good for you, dude. That's some retirement money right there. had all that shit. I got a whole guy. Look at this. WWF wrestling card collectible album. Jeez. I found all that shit. It's it, really doing it over there. It's funny when when people are like, Who, "Who's your favorite wrestler of all time?" and I'm like, "Bret Hart." And then like, awesome. really, yeah. I'm like, "Besser is, besser was, besser ever will be." I like the uh, <laughs> the shocker. You guys remember the shocker? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just fell through some drywall. It was the shock master. Here. Oh, the Shockmaster. I'm going to pull this up. Actually, it might be clearer if you pull it up. You should pull that video up, dude. It is so funny what happens. And then he doesn't realize someone else is doing his voice. Yeah, it was Arn Anderson. Okay. What? Yeah. I got to see this. Oh, yeah. Uh, The Enforcer Arn Anderson. All right. So bring up YouTube. Have to hit. So for context, this guy that they were trying to bring out, he was going to be the Shockmaster, and they were debuting his character, but he kind of fucked up when he was debuting. So they uh, just I have I love wrestling bloopers, oh, dude. So they're good. the best. They're so they're good. So and so to let you know who the Shockmaster back in the day, do you remember the the wrestler Tugboat? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That, he was in the natural disasters with earthquake. Yes. So this was rebranding tugboat. Ah, oh boy. Fuck. I know I've seen this. Ah <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it's fuck. I love that you guys found this. <laughs> All right. So let's see here. 
There are many sides to you. We don't we don't play ads. Oh my no god, it's, it's fucking Harry Potter. It's swishing the flick. Harry Potter? It's swishing the flick. Look at that mask too. It's a stormtrooper with like it's like bedazzled. That's vicious. That's vicious, yeah. Hey, 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 no, oh, here it is. Hey, British Bulldogs sting. Get carried away. Who their special tag team partner is, brother? Harlem you Heat. Yep. Now you yeah, shut up. I'm cold out when I want to sting. It seems to me if you was as smart as you act like you are, great hair. Wouldn't have waited this close to war games. To tell everybody who your partner is. Well, do you want me to tell you? Here it is, the So, does anybody remember when when Booker T dropped the end bomb? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, hard, hard on. Yeah, and then he he kind of looks away. Where's the Shockmaster? It's coming in. It's coming in. Okay. You'll know. Oh my God! This is already falling apart. All I have to say is, our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than the Shock Master. Right. The Shock Master. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> now he's trying oh to get. He's got like drywall all over his vest. And that was the end of Tugboat's career. I don't give a damn who you are. You're gonna have us. You're gonna have Vader, and we're gonna squeeze it to your neck, Buddy Ray. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. Oh boy. Rule the world long enough, Sid Vicious. Get ready. Come on, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. I'm ready. I think George Lucas going to sue somebody. Davey Boy, <laughs> and Dusty Rhodes. We'll see you at the Fall Brawl at the War Games. And you can kind of hear the people in the background. They're like, Eddie Fall. And, and they're like, yeah, no, they're like, shit. Like somebody says, like, shit. Really, really quietly, and they're like, idiot. you know, like they're just talking shit behind the scenes, but you can hear them in the hot mic. Every so one fun. of them deserves the best. Off floor right now. I'm about to design like 30 new fucking space cars and get us some Mars. Who is that? <laughs> Weird. The fuck Elon that? Musk. Sorry. Oh. Space cars. <laughs> yeah, I'm man. feeling fucking uh, zooted right now. It's incredible. Yeah. Ever seen that shit? <laughs> no. Here, listen. I don't know if you guys can hear this. Like a hundred and fifty milligram edible, and uh, I'm feeling fucking zooted. Honestly, I'm <laughs> I'm feeling on the neck on the top floor right now. I'm about to design like thirty new fucking space cars and get us to Mars. <laughs> Jeez, that's Elon Musk. <clears throat> I wonder what Mars continent is. Mars is on beyond the ice wall. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, boys. <laughs> Let's wrap this up. Yeah, man.
We laughed. We cried. We learned some things. It was a good one. We did. We we learned a lot. Very interesting. Yes. Yeah, man. Thank you for showing those Alf cards. By the way, I'd like to see uh, all fifty. But another time. You Absolutely. guys inspired me to uh, look up some of my old school GI Joe toys. So I'm going to try to collect those and some mask toys as well. Fuck dude, yeah. you got to man. I I talked about how I got this this little number right here, dude. I just got this uh, today. Little diorama, micro machines, dog. All kinds of so, cool shit in shit's there. Shit's so cool. And all that, all those cool toys are going away. It's like they're gone. I know because they're all iPads and shit now. Ugh. So, Kids yeah. are fucked. You know what I'm doing after the show? I'm touching myself tonight. I was going to say masturbating. <laughs> yep, pretty much. <laughs> it's Friday. Make a, I mean, make it's a Friday. Broger. <laughs> broger. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to eat some broger, my own broger. Little Gar- ge- gentleman's Gar- relish. Garrick's like, "What the fuck did I get myself into?" It <laughs> was all good fun, you know. Hey, that was fun, Garrick. Thank you a lot for joining us. Yeah, that was really fascinating yeah. stuff you shared, man, for sure. Very interesting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate yeah, it. Man. I'm glad to be here. Well, let's go around the, the room. We're talking about dumb shit. <laughs> because <laughs> we can't that's usually what the nerdy card shit. Yeah. No, it was great. It was very interesting. More than I expected, for sure. I, I like it. <laughs> Good stuff. So, Ron, yes. unmute yourself. Let everybody know where they can find Imaginarium of Thought. Uh, Ron Weed from the Imaginarium of Thought. Uh, you can find me uh, anywhere. Uh, you get like podcasts, I guess. Uh, um, try, uh, me and my co-host are trying to uh, revive the show, I guess, a little bit. Um, we've taken a hiatus, but uh, we've got uh, plans to, you know, come back in two episodes again. We and, still uh, on for Tuesday, Ron? Oh yeah, definitely, man. Yeah, sweet. Andrew, you're up. Politics and punk rock podcast. Dot com buy some merch read the show notes uh find me anywhere you get your podcasts thanks for fucking having me man appreciate it <laughs> you're welcome sir garrick uh you can find me on youtube at the 1111 matrix code uh, they haven't kicked me off yet so <laughs> no. hopefully they don't no. <laughs> actually they've they actually um deleted one of my videos only because I was doing reverse speech on Biden. That's the <laughs> oh. only video oh. that they have. Of course. Jesus. What did well, he say? In front of the leader. Oh, you, 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 the Android. You just have to wait, Catalyst, because uh, we're, we're stepping we're, on your toes again. I'm no, sorry. no, no, no. We're, we're working on something, so. <laughs> nice. Well, I can't wait to hear it. Catalyst. The new regular at the bar. Let people know. Man, first time I come to the bar without a drink. That sucks. But uh, I had a blast, man. This was a great. You can uh, find the merch at whiterabbitpodcast.com. I'm working on getting all of the content on whiterabbitpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, look out for the new segment that's going to be live every week on Rockfin. That's going to be awesome, where we're uh, breaking down every news clip and completely fucking shattering it with a baseball bat. So nice. And Ryan, everybody knows where they can get a hold of you. Oh, but wow. Plug, Thanks. plug our our new 
adventure. Oh, no. Are they around here? Maybe. Maybe I can show them. Yeah, man. Um, people know me and what we're, you know, Ghost and I kind of teamed up to do this one thing. I don't have the New World Order scent, but the new soaps, conspiracy soap. All right. Fun stuff out there. <laughs> this is video. So we got these nice new soaps out there. This one is called Bigfoot Bait. It is a oatmeal, milk, and honey, all natural. You can eat this shit if you want, although it'll probably make you shit oh, a lot. You should put it in your hand see uh, see how big it is. So it's a little four ounce bar. That's a pretty good. good it lasts. Right it lasts. I shower twice a day. I know wasting water and all that stuff, but it, I shower twice a day, and it lasts about two weeks. Where Doctor Squatch, which is essentially what we're like, kind of getting. You know, they're real similar as far as like the quality and all that stuff, but they're cold pressed. So when you get hot water on that stuff, it just disintegrates. Uh, this is heat pressed, so it's good stuff. We got the MK Ultra scent right here. This is more of a feminine scent. Uh, you know, black raspberry vanilla beautiful stuff and then invasion bamboo hemp uh you know and the labels are fun you know you just have a little fun with it the other one new world order i do not have but that is like a oak moss sea salt scent very nice really <laughs> nice. really something that just like feels good on the old ball sack you know what i mean so it's good Dude, stuff not gonna lie super um, interested in y'all soap man that should look like yeah if anyone wants to get any hit me up because the shipping on the website dangerousworldpodcast.com the shipping on the site is fucked right now for some reason they primarily like you know make all the the uh, products that i sell off there so they ship it out and it's you know prorated there i have very cheap rates using ShipStation, so i'm able to ship stuff out very very cheaply compared to what they're trying to charge you they'll try like one bar of soap from them is going to cost you like 20 bucks if you go through me it's going to be like no more than eight depending yeah. on where you go so it's not even worth fucking with the site just hit me up uh, until we figure out something better. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you clarified that because I've been plugging dangerousworldpodcast.com for the merch for the soap. Well, yeah, they, I mean, people can, can get at it, but I mean, no one's going to buy it from there until they figure out the shipping situation. Right. So they'll know, like, they'll see like, oh shit, I'm not going to spend an arm and a leg on a bar of soap. You know what I mean? And I, I, no. I, I would hope no one would do that. Cause I would feel really bad giving someone a bar of soap for 20 bucks. It's ridiculous what people, yeah. I mean, the, the regular shipping rate of things is insane. So yeah, ship station hooks it up and uh, we'll get that out. Hopefully everybody will be cleaning themselves with natural soaps. So, you know, good stuff. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys. Uh, on that note, uh, make sure you get an Uber, call a friend, do whatever you need to do because I cannot promote drinking and driving. And fuck DUIs. Yeah, fuck DUIs. All right, people, that's the show. I hope you enjoyed it. Go to the website, politicsandpunkrockpodcast.com, buy a t-shirt, buy some merch, donate to the show. Click on the link on the website to go to my SoundCloud page to check out my music. Click on the link to go to the Spotify playlist, Politics and Punk Rock Podcast playlist. Best punk rock playlist out there. More punk rock coming soon agent 51's about to release a new single on epitaph records i'm so proud of those guys that's coming soon be looking for it 
I love you guys. Good night. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 149 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Entitled, Appearance on Talk at the Tavern 60 on the My Third Eye Podcast feed. We'll see you next time.